Thank now you. This episode, this episode has to be sponsored by Belvedere because I'm out of fucking whiskey, motherfuckers. Thank you, Darts. It is definitely Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to Phoenix, let alone the world's premier geek and nerd podcast. And contrary to popular belief, pop culture podcast also. The Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I am vodka drinking fucking Kyle. I am Coke drinking Corbin. I am, at some point, I'm going to have to go get a drink, Chad. <laughs> A.K.A. Solo Wookie. Fucking I guess, followers. I guess I should be, I'm sad out of, I'm out of a drink, Matt. I, I, don't, I guess I should have went that. <laughs> Where do you go with that? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. going drinks. I should have just been sad out of a drink, Matt. But what's going on, fellas? Fucking long week. Man. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Second that. I was about to say, yes. Thank God it's Friday. Man, Grumpy Gus was out of his shell this week. You know, every Friday, part of my ritual before the show is I usually, I didn't this week. I thought I had more bourbon than I did. Uh, is I usually go out, I get Mexican food from Filiberto's and I get, you know, carne asada fries for the kids and super nachos for me because I like to watch my girlish figure. <laughs> and then I usually start... Well, it's almost bikini season in Phoenix. <laughs> it is. It is. It's almost bikini season. You're right. <laughs> and uh, and then I usually get a couple Red Bulls and I just have this routine that I do. Well, a couple weeks ago uh, or last week, when I was sitting in line at Filiberto's, there was this car. So there, in here in Old Town Glendale, there's a, there's a Filiberto's. Most people know what Filiberto's. It's, it's a little Mexican joint. And here we have a place called Pete's Fish and Chips. And they make... They I, make I have one too. It's, it's pretty I, nasty. I don't understand why people will like it. I was just going to ask because I'm not from here. Is it good? I've never been there. Good I don't think it's good, but... But, okay. I, but there's a line like 20 cars long all the time. So I'm totally not in the norm of dislike. Okay. I mean, like liking it is the norm and I am outside of that norm. And uh, so last week I was sitting there and I was at the drive-thru. It was me and Nubie and the kids. We were all together. And we were sitting there and there's this lady flipping out. What? She's honking and she's honking and flashing her bites and she's honking. And was her name Karen? I think so. <laughs> okay. And it was, uh, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? She put her car in park in the middle of the road, in the line to Pete's, gets out of the car and starts screaming at all the other cars that are in front of her. And the other lady that got out of the car is flipping out and she's fucking on the phone. And I'm like, 
this bitch either wants to really drive in the right lane or this bitch really wants Pete's. And it's not going fast enough. Like one dude was like at, because I like Pete's has like a drive through and they have a walk up outside where you can just walk up. There's this dude standing at the window and you see him go like this and he walks 15 cars. He goes, what the fuck is your problem, bitch? And she gets out of the car and fucking just loses it. She's honking the horn, honking the horn. And I was like, so I, when I made my round today, it was the same girl that was working at the taco shop that I go to. And I was like, did you ever find out what the fuck that crazy lady was doing? And she's like, yeah, she thought we forgot to put sour cream on our taco. <laughs> what? So, dude, the cops showed up. She called the cops. Over some sour cream? Over some yeah. fucking sour cream? It, it was a Karen, bro. I mean, listen, man, they, they're a scourge. They're a scourge. I, I don't know what Mexican for Karen is. What would be the... What, what generation, if I may ask, are the Karens? Like, Z? No. Well, like, they're, they're, late, they're late 40s. Into their early fifties, so like, they're not baby boomers, but they're. I want to say they're multi generational because the your the the definition of a Karen can fall on anybody at any time. True, but like the majority of them that we see now, you know I what I mean? Like honestly, they're Generation Xers. <laughs> well, how are they raised? Oh my god! Because they just expect that they say the millennials expect the world be handed to them. Um, I think the not. Do we see how these guys be black? Well, and it's it's weird because we're starting to see a lot more of that behavior for a lot of different stuff. I, I, I don't know that it's – I'm starting to notice it, I mean, not in just a generation. Even – I've seen grown-ass adults now doing it. Oh, and, and I've seen people on the left, people on the right, people yep. in the middle. I've yep. seen children doing it. I've seen adults doing it. I, it's the virus. It's everybody cooped up. It's all these yeah. new. You said it. You new, said it. Right? I think this, you know, just like we were talking before, but I think this this new way we live and this new society we're in, people don't like change. And I think this is a big everybody's kind of pushback to to change. Nobody wants to change. So everybody's everybody's kind of frustrated and everybody's kind of tight and, and everybody's at home all the time. And, you know, the babysitter called school isn't there anymore. And so you're home, the kids are home, everybody's home. And, you know, you're not getting a break from people. Yeah. The, the littlest thing. And it's, 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 Hey, why did you do that? Grizz says, Grizz says, did you call Gen Xers Karens? I want to talk to your manager. Hey, I'm I'm Generation X. I get it. I am too, but that's just... I just think that the world needs a little bit of love. fucking party. Just not only the love, but just a, a big fucking party. The world needs to come together again and remember... We're all in this together. We we're all, like, we're all in the same street. Like that. Let's put all the bullshit aside. Throw a party. Just a big party. You know, we don't have concerts anymore. We don't have all these other fun thing comic cons. We don't have movies. There's no outlets, man. So let's just, you know what? Fuck all the rules. No one brings guns. There's no knives. No nothing. Everybody gets together and just 
leave your house and just party in the fucking street, man. Just, just, I don't know. Best life. Yeah, just dance on the ceiling. Whatever cliche song you want to have, just everybody just, man, let's just get together. Just say, you know what? Fuck it for a night. I don't care what it is. Fuck it for a night. Dance on the ceiling. Do whatever the hell you want. Do, do fucking whatever cliche song it is. Grizz says hand jobs and hamburgers will heal the world. Fucking a Grizz is a wise, wise man. But I just, you know, that you're right. That story just references. I just think that is the frustration. I think the. I don't want to get political, and I'm not going to get like deep crazy. But our society's going through a change. We're changing. Everything about us, which is, which there has to be some. You got to scramble some eggs and break some eggs to make the omelet, and I think we're doing that right now. And it's for a lot of good shit, but the, a lot of this Karen type stuff, and I think a lot of this stuff is a lot of the backlash. Yeah. And God damn it, we don't get any movies till twenty twenty one. I don't. We all can't go watch Tenet. Well, yeah. it, there isn't. With that said, there isn't really anything super huge coming out until 2021 that I would really wanted to go see in the theater. Um, Wonder Woman or Black Widow? No? I could give two shits about Black Widow. Yeah, same. I mean, I'm just going to watch it when it comes out, like day one. Like, do I care about it? Is it on my mind? No, not at all. But when it comes out, will I be there? Hell yeah. But I see what you're saying. I'm with you on that. Like, it's just like a filler movie. Yeah, it, it. I feel like it really is kind of a filler movie. Now, don't get me wrong. I really need Black Widow to come out because I bought that Taskmaster Avengers off of fucking Kyle, and I need that book. Oh, wow. to, I need that book to go up in value. Not that I'm going to sell it. Not that I'm going to do anything with it. I just like to have a more expensive collection. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Always. I mean, I've I, I've had that happen a couple of times. I've taken Brent to to Burger King because he doesn't drive and we're sitting there and you pull up and they're like, uh, can you wait a minute? You know, just a minute. All right. So you're sitting there and this lady's behind us just laying on the horn. Go, go, go. And like Brent, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I can't even, I haven't even ordered yet. Chill the fuck out to the point where Brent got out of the car and turned around and goes, they haven't even let us order yet. You dumb bitch. Calm down. See, I'm and, a brat, man. I'd get out and be like, <laughs> right? You know, I've I've gotten to the point now. You know what, man? I I just started tuning all that shit out. You want to honk and be mad because it's something that's beyond both of our controls? Be my guest. Honk away, motherfucker! Like I was, you know. It's, oh well, man. You you want to get mad? Fucking. Hey, you know what? It's gonna take a few more minutes. Fuck it. Whatever, dude. I whatever. Yeah, take a breath. Sit down. Relax. Everyone's in such a hurry, and it's and I I will be the first to tell you I am just as bad as everybody else lately. And I'm like I gotta go. I got shit to do. I gotta go because I'm so damn busy. But man, it it's it's that old saying, man. You gotta stop and smell the roses, or all you're doing is sniffing shit all day long. I wish the world could be a little bit more like Mario Kart, especially when you're at a green light. And it just turns green, and someone honks at you the minute it turns green. The bag of hammers and chuck a hammer out the back, you know, out your window at them, or hey, I've been a, a, a drink, or you know, so it's, I'm not fucking picking up and going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> fucking banana peels or fucking. I'm with you. That'd be awesome. 
Yep. Every time I have a drink and somebody does it, I contemplate it. I'm like, but I need to have my thirst quenched. I don't want to waste perfectly good Dr. Pepper on on this asshole behind me. Or whatever it is I'm drinking that day, but... Well, not only that, but the litter here is absolutely astronomical. I've never lived anywhere where there was more trash right around than it's uh it really bothers me i won't pick the shit up i won't get into it man oh i have i've I've walked around the whole neighborhood once it's i just the amount of trash in arizona i I can't people just yeah you guys haven't seen chad's i break for trash bumper sticker so he just stops in the middle of the road to pick up some cups or something that he sees Picking up trash drives me nuts. The only bumper sticker on my truck says something along the lines of, unless unless you're hot (laughs) and playing on switching positions later, you better get off my ass. I'm an electrician. Can I check your shorts? That's right. I'll get in your shorts. Bumper sticker. Because I know what's up. (laughs) I'm, I'm bringing my strippers. Chad Bumper Stecker says, smoke grass, eat ass, drive fast. That's right. <laughs> Ask gas, grass, or cash. Nobody rides for free. <sighs> Chad, oh the solo Wookiee. He has spoken. Nah, I just, it, it's something coming from Colorado, and Colorado had some trash, especially once they legalized weed. Yeah, that Chad. made it worse, but. It is by far cleaner, and I had never realized. I never realized how dirty it was in Phoenix. Now I get here, and I mean, you drive by, and all of a sudden, there's a washer and dryer on the side of the road. I'm like, what the fuck? The, I wasn't there yesterday. Where the hell did that come from? You know, like, fucking couch sitting next to it. You're like, what the hell? I'm actually surprised you didn't have uh, my other vehicle as a Starship bumper sticker the first time I saw your truck. <laughs> Well, it was a new truck. <laughs> <laughs> I put any stickers on this bad boy. I'm still hunting for good stickers. You know, and I've lived here all my life, so and I think it's always been kind of like that, shit like that on the side of the roads, because when I drive and I'm driving or Nubia's driving or something, and this is something she has spent twenty years trying to break me, I go, There's a bag there. What's in that? <laughs> like I want to pull over and check it out. I don't want to pick it up and throw it away if it's garbage. You want to inspect. I just want to think everything's got money in it. See, I'm what's, oh, what's that? I watched garbage them. keep driving. And, and and I think her living here her whole life too. Say it's, it's just garbage. Keep driving. It's just I think we're maybe we're just used to it. Well, like when you see the like random pair of pants laying on the road or like the random <laughs> shoe or like hat where it's only one of them. You're like, there's a story there and I want to know what it is. Right? There is more clothes on the road in Arizona than anywhere I've ever traveled in my life. And yeah. I've been to, let me see, am I at 30, is it 36? It's either 36 or 37 states of the 48. Like I've been, no, no, I'm just they may even be higher than that now, but it. I've been to a crap ton of states, and I have, remember if I've been there. I drove to most of them, and I have never seen so many clothes on the road. <laughs> My favorite is the luggage rack on top of the car that they didn't know opened up, and you just—it's not like one or two, but it's like 
four pairs of underwear and like 18 pairs of pants. There's so many couches here well, in, in the greater Phoenix area that only have two cushions for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> or crazy. Like, you see like the random mattress on the side of the road or... Yeah, it's it's crazy yeah, the things you see on the side of the road. You just, you, see, the problem here is if you stop, that means you're accountable. Yeah. And if you just keep going and it's in the rear of your mirror, it's behind you. It didn't happen. <laughs> like when you're driving down the road and all your electrical material is just flying out the back and you don't even notice it. Then you notice it and you're like, Why? I'm not going to stop fucking – everybody's running over those three odor nail-ons. I'm not going to be responsible for people's fucking – Nails in their tires. You just keep on driving. And then when you get there, you're like, well, I got to go to Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Or you see the people moving their house out of their pick- back of their pickup truck where their their stack is 10 feet higher than the cab of their truck. And they're still just going down the road. Doesn't matter what least, they're doing. At least those guys strap their shit down. I've seen That's more terrible. people around here lately that. They just throw it in the back of their just truck. Just throw a yeah. kid on top yeah. of it. No say, hold on tight. No, nothing. They're just like, <laughs> shit, hold. hold. Yeah, got, just hold on. We're going home. That's what they're doing. I've got a great story. So, Jen, she freaking used to work in ICU here, right? And do a bunch of ER shit. I see you too, Chad. This is a perfect example. No. This old guy goes to buy a new mattress, right? Picks it up. Doesn't have any straps. Like, okay, you're an idiot. You went to pick up a mattress. You put it in your truck. Yeah. So he tells his wife, just sit on the mattress and hold the mattress down. <laughs> and, and fucking we'll drive home. So lo and behold, they get up to about 40. Mattress goes flying. Wife goes flying. Now they're in the ER. And everyone's like, dude, are you fucking kidding? At what point did you think it was a good idea to have your wife in the truck holding a mattress? Like, you are an idiot. You, I mean, people like that should be charged, taken to jail. Like, <laughs> dude, you're an idiot. Here's your ticket. Come with me, sir. Better alive. You're coming with me. Yeah, it's just... Look, I don't know, man. I mean, oh, it's fun man. to take bets on because you can say, like, I bet you 10 bucks she's going to take flight in that so mattress. I had I had a customer <laughs> I helped at the library a couple days ago, right? And we were under pressure for why we weren't open. Dun, 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 we, dun, dun, we've been dun, under pressure for why not open. And so I'm not going to say her name, obviously, but she comes in, why aren't you open? This and that. I'm like, well, listen, you know, we're waiting. We're, we're told to say the same, you know, usual library lines, CDC guidelines, whatever the case may be. Well, that's bullshit. This and that. Library should be open. I said, ma'am, I understand. I'm sorry. But then why did Corbin decide to, to, to do some out-of-the-box reasoning? I'm like, well, I'd done some research that I had, and I looked at my tax return, and I'm like, you know, I donated with my taxes $12 to the library because they always like to say, my taxpayer money goes to that. I said, those $12 probably bought me a paperback book. And she's like, why do I care? I was like, well, basically, like, I was trying to get to a point that our contributions, while a lot, we all pay for it. I work at the library and I still pay for it. She goes, well, you should be open. I said, okay, but we're trying to be safe. Think about it this way. If you're driving on a road, just because you pay for the road, would you drive the wrong way into traffic? Doesn't make any sense, right? Now, I said that and I thought it was a great point. She, I give her her books and she goes... Don't be a bitch, Corbin. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I said, what? 
Columbia, bitch. And then she leaves. That and the, that was my story of the week. Is that the same Corbin that takes food away from a homeless man after he gets pissed off, but turns around and takes it back to him? Hey, hey I got you back, Corbin. That homeless man had that shit coming. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. I bought him food back. But the point being, she said that. And I, I went home and I was like, she said, don't be a bit. So is she saying I was one? Or like, like, I was so dumb about it. The interactions, man. People out here, it's been a year for everyone. So I, and I love her. She's an awesome senior citizen. But she didn't like my analogy. She wasn't having. She wanted the library open. Whatever the heck may be, tensions are high. I get it. It's crazy. But like, that was my week in a nutshell. Don't be a bitch, Corp. No, trying to explain. I I have worked with because I work in that area a lot of times, and I have worked with a lot of the people that may or may not come into your undisclosed library. And and. Some of them are are sweet and pleasant and wonderful, and some of them it's just like you know what? Yep. I'm, I yep. I don't have time today to be your new best friend. Nope. <laughs> like fucking, I don't know. And like you, you know, said, on left, right, all sorts of spectrum. You come out there, you're working. We're already out there several hours a day in the morning. One person will spend an hour talking about their political position. I'm just like nodding my head, saying the same thing I would say. That's interesting. Wow. Okay. Bye. Next person, the complete opposite. Da, da, da. And this is why. Da, da, da. Wow. That's interesting. I mean, it's the same people. And, and when you can see them walking up, and the first and the shit that goes through my head is like, yeah. all right, if in the next 30 seconds, it's just my friend or my foe. Like, right. he's either coming up. You gotta make the all the second fly. He's either coming up to yell and bitch and complain about something, or. To compliment me on how hard I'm working. So more than likely coming up to bitch and complain. (laughs) Well, I hope you guys have all liked our new podcast, Four Middle-Aged Men and a Millennial Bitch About the Way of the World. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. Four four douchebags from Phoenix. (laughs) Four douchebags from Millennial. And a millennial (laughs) bitch about the ways of the world. I blame the vodka. I blame the vodka. <laughs> See what it does to me? It makes me like we're we're one get off my lawn away from becoming full circle here. <laughs> oh man, what a time! What a time! One of these days, we're gonna have to do like a parody my of the Golden Girls manager, yeah. <laughs> a parody of it. Yep, with the good times, uh, with the good times crossover. We're the Silver <laughs> Boys. We're not the Golden Girls. We're the Silver Boys. There you go. No more grizzle geeks than the <laughs> Yeah, you guys are a show of hope. We're we're jaded. We've seen the world and it's Kyle, Kyle is definitely the Blanche. Okay. <laughs> I have I have some comic question that maybe you guys can help me with. And it's partially Grizz's fault. All right. So I have no clue who the fuck this Ruby is. Number one. Number two, we have their comic books in the shop. I know fucking nothing about it. Number three, I get on Grizz's channel and I start seeing this Ruby review that they're doing about some of these videos and things. And I'm like, oh, great. I have this new resource to check out and figure out who this Ruby so I can tell customers and be like, hey, you know, this is good, this is bad, this is that, this is what, what, you know, whatever, right? Now I can get my game on. I can talk my schmack. I can sell some books. I can do it. Who the fuck is Ruby? Why is there only little music videos? Is it a cartoon? Is it a comic book? Is it a, to- a toy line? 
What? I'll be honest. I want to know what Ruby was forever too. It is a anime style show produced by Rooster Teeth, the the online community or company. I guess they are now. But it's like a, I don't know if it's made in Japan, but it's like an Americanized Japanese anime show, I believe, right. um, that, that's voiced here. And it's, I guess it's pretty popular. I've, I've never gotten into it, but it's like magical. I don't want to say magical girl shit because I'm probably way off, but that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's like along the borderlines of the, the anime craze, the resurgence, I should say, that we're going through right now with the younger generation. And that, that's pretty well, much what I mean, it is. It's a, it's a web TV show. So what I can tell from from Grizz's channel and stuff too that I was watching, they they, I guess take songs that you find at Hot Topic and they fucking make videos to it or some shit. <laughs> it's an actual TV show, but I'm I'm to the point where I, I question if maybe men like like Grizzle like Grizzle Geek should should be lumped in with like bronies. In that sense, like yeah, it's a little, it's a very middle-aged men who like a, a magical girl show. Like I, I don't know, it's like middle-aged dudes who like magical ponies. I, I, I thought it was like a, a younger generation kind of like it's a ruby. I, well, and it fuck, I didn't know what the hell it was. It was R W B Y, right? So now I found out, and the only way I found out is because someone bought a pop last Saturday, a a, a Funko pop. And they and I was like, "Can you please explain a little bit of this to me?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, it's Ruby and blah blah blah." So the RWBY is actually the first letter of each of the four characters or whatever that's in it, right? So there's like Ruby and I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Wanker and blow me and you suck or whoever the fuck they are. So Ruby is the R and then W is the wanker and B is, you know, on the, on the books and everything. So So I guess it's just called Ruby. Is it not called RWBY? So RWBY pronounced Ruby is an American anime style animated web series. Um, It is set in a fictional world of remnant where young people train to become warriors called huntsmen and huntresses. To protect their world from monsters called Grimm. The name Ruby is devised from the four main characters, four names, Ruby, Weiss, Blake, and Yang, as well as their associated theme colors, red, white, black, yellow, and their combined team name, Ruby. There you go. So so how the fuck does R-W-B-Y spell Ruby? It sounds Uh, like a... Yeah. Is that like common core? Because I don't get that shit either. (laughs) I have never felt so old, and I'm not that fucking old. Despite despite the gray beard, I I, this shit makes me feel old. I hate it. I fucking hate it because it makes. I don't hate the actual product. I hate that I feel old because of the product. I feel. How do you think Grizz like, feels watching it? He's got to feel strange watching it, being a like, big old grizzled man watching a, a magical girls TV show. Well, you remember when you were younger and you're like jamming out to like some Ozzy or some fucking, you know, Slayer or some shit. And your parents are like, I don't know what the fuck you're listening to. That stuff's horrible. Okay. That's terrible. Corey's like, oh, over here like, what's you know, that? Whatever. But, and, and then you're like, oh, when I get, you know, when I get to their age, I'm never going to be like that. 
Well, and nowadays, you know, they're listening to fucking Blink-182 and Matchbox 20 and fucking Nickelback and shit like that. Okay, small confession. I kind of like Nickelback. But in in the in the end, now I'm looking back as, as an older adult and going, shit, um, my parents, I have become what I said I'd never become. It's terrible. Terrible. And I still don't know what the fuck a ruby is. <laughs> Grid says, look, man, I didn't want to like this show, but the fans asked us to react to it, and they paid the bills, and I really liked it. Wait, there's Grizzle Geek money? Grizzle Geek, Grizzle Geek money. Grizzle Geek money is a real thing. They're swimming in it. Really? Dude. Apparently, Ruby's big. Now, nah, and it was fun. I did have to say I, I enjoyed their reviews. I enjoyed... I enjoyed, you know, some of the show and shit, watching their reaction and their, like, you know, take on it. And it kind of did help me figure it out. But now I couldn't figure out. Now I was confused because I didn't know if they just made, you know, Hot Topic music videos or if they just made <laughs> fucking, like, an actual cartoon. I, I, I fuck, I don't know. It would probably be better if it was just Hot Topic music videos. Well, I think there's a strong. Apparently, there's a strong market for it. I'm still mad at Hot Topic. <laughs> when I was like 16. What is, what is Hot Topic? Can we I talk work, I hold on. Let me tell my Hot Topic story. Sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. So when I was like 16, I worked at, in the mall and I worked at the AW Root Beer for a little bit. Oh, it's a store. Okay. And it's a store. Yeah, they sell uh, band shirts and anime stuff and. Oh, sick. Necklaces and hair dye, comic, and comic book shirts, comic chick, yeah. tongue rings, earrings, nipple rings, rings. Gotcha. So back when I was working at AW, I was like, I, I walked into Hot Topic on my break, and I was like, "Enter here to win a corn skateboard," and I was like, "Fuck yes!" Oh yes. So so I entered my name and I shoved it in there, and there was like these two chicks that worked there that fucking hated me, hated me just because I was a fucking prick. So there was these two. They hated me just because I was a fucking prick. <laughs> and uh, there was these two. Like, I was a mall rat, and there was these. And when I worked there, there was a there was a, these couple mall rats there, and I was like, "All right, guys, this is I will give you free food if you do something for me." And they're like, "What?" They start putting like, on their chapstick. They're like, "What? Said, what do you want?" I said, go, I said, "Go to Hot Topic." And, and steal one of the entry pads and bring it back and fill out my name on all of them and okay. put all of them into the box so that no matter what, I win the goddamn corn skateboard. Wow. And they're like, all right. So they went in there and they came back and they had a brand new pad, you know, your name here, your name, your phone number. And they sat there and him and his girl, man, they, they filled them all out, man, the stack. And I said, all right, now throughout the day, just go and take stacks and just put them in there. You know, put them in there, put them in there, put them in there. And uh, they did. They said, look, they're all gone. It's like, perfect. Here you go. I gave them some free food. And I was like, all right. And then I had a friend that actually worked there. She actually worked there. And she came up to me like a week or two later. And she's like, hey. I want to let you know that you actually won the corn skateboard, but since everybody here hates you, you didn't win it. <laughs> they, actually, they actually just picked another name that wasn't mine. 
Wow. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was jacked up, but wow. then I guess what you did was ja- I guess it's all jacked up. <laughs> that's unfortunate, friend. Wow. <laughs> and that's that just goes to show what's wrong with our country today. Even when you cheat, you still don't win. Right. That's fucked up. Well, I mean, I, isn't <laughs> that, because they, they did tell me that like you could only <laughs> enter once because they didn't like me. So that's what I did. I I bent the rules. I had somebody else enter for me. Exactly. It's I thought the box thinking. We I thought I was a pretty smart cookie, man. This isn't just to hold a hat. You know what I mean? Like, like I thought I was pretty fucking creative. It's I mean, not just to hold a hat. It holds hair too. And I, mean, I must I must have entered like two hundred and fifty times. How very wow. Brody Bruce of you. Very mall ratty of you. Yes. What was all that one in a million talk? Yeah. <laughs> they chased him halfway to buy me toys by now. Yeah, they did. That sucks because I was gonna ask, like, where's the skateboard? I've never seen you with that corn skateboard. And that no, man, I would be on my wall still, right? I would hung that shit up too. I expected a big story where it's like, yeah, and I got it, and I did a kickflip, and it shot out from under me into traffic, and then it got run over by a car and busted in half. That's no, that's they my hated me. Skateboard. No matter what, I was never gonna win. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, they, they, they just, yeah, that, that was some real. Real hate you because they ain't you type thing. Fuck those bitches. They hated But I'm, at least you I, knew they hated you because you were being a prick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they knew and you knew. <laughs> I was a little rat, so like they didn't like me because I was a That's the best line of tonight so far. They hated me because <laughs> I, I was a, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to keep it real. They had they had legitimate bitches, but they, Dude, they hated, I was just a prick mall rat, man, and they weren't they weren't about that. They weren't having that. They were like they were like twenty two and working at the mall at Hot Topic with blue hair. So we really don't like you. So you're not gonna win the corn skateboard. For the life of me, I can't understand why they didn't like you back then. <laughs> I mean, you were you were popular too. <laughs> By dumb luck, ladies, you better hope you don't come across us four fellas sometime here in the streets <laughs> or it's on. Where's my corn skateboard? Where's my corn skateboard? <laughs> I'll cut a bitch. You better produce a fucking skateboard real goddamn quick. Not just any skateboard either. You got two choices. It can be a corn skateboard or it can be a suicidal tendency skateboard. <laughs> And the only two we're gonna accept. Are we fucking? We fucking. We don't like your kind, you fucking mall rats. You get no skateboard. All right. No so, mad about that. <laughs> so, a little known fact that Corbin actually brought up, because I didn't even know it. Today is actually considered National Comic Book Day. Yes. So, in honor Today? of National Comic Book Day, there was a story I that no, I'm just playing. I want to talk about Gary Conway, cr- uh, creator of the Punisher came out and gave us his rundown of what he would do to save the comic book industry. Cause everyone knows that distribution issues and, you know, COVID and everything that's happened on the comic book industry. 
they're saying it's it's current business model isn't going to let it last much longer. So Gary Conway says, and I want to get your guys' opinion on this. He said, I'd cancel every existing superhero comic book and publish a limited new line for middle grade reader, uh, readership. Simplify characters and storylines and eliminate every event that requires more than a, a passing familiarity with the basic simplification continuity. 10, 15 titles. For existing readers that offer a separate higher priced graphic novel line with whatever expanded adult storyline creators and readers want to explore, but it would be separate, not monthly, not the mainstream. And I do everything possible to get monthly comics into supermarkets and movie theaters and Walmarts and Targets and Costcos and offer subscription services through Amazon, uh, pursue every alternative distribution avenue possible. Do you guys think, with your knowledge of the industry, that he's on to something? Do you think that this is a, a, a good way to go? Do you think this would be plausible? Do you think it fail? Some of it. Some of it's good. Like, I, I like they should have more newsstand stuff again. They should have it at grocery yeah. stores because that's, you know, when you're a kid, that's where your, your parents are dragging you to the store. And, you know, you walk by that huge magazine section, and as a kid, that's the one thing you kind of got to do is, hey, I'm going to go look at the magazines, and you get to thumb through fucking, the, you know, the guitar tabs or the, you know, the new heavy metal magazine or the teen bop. Having comic books there on a spinner rack, would, I think, would be a pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about the gearing it to the middle school readers or whatever. Like, just make comics like you did. If you go back and you look at simplified earlier comics, like it was. Aren't general- they already done that? They're already four young teams. Yeah, but I mean, That's the fact you have to designate it like that seems much. Like, even when they try to hike it up and make it more adult, it just becomes corny. Just write a book. Just tell a story. Tell the story. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's like the minute you try to pigeonhole it. You just get weird. Remember the whole limited run for DC, for DC and it was just showing Batman's Hannes and that was like a major deal. Like the story, no one remembers. The story's forgettable. Like that's what they call adult. And that's like, I, I get it, but just, just make them, just make them stories. Just make them stories, you know? But other than that, I kind of agree with most of the philosophy. I mean, that's some heavy duty comic reworking that is even over my head. I, mean, I like the idea. I agree. We don't need nine Spider-Man titles. No. Especially no. when half of them tie into a meaningless event. Like, you know, there, there, there is some fat that can be cut. Mm-hmm. Or even that none of them run into the same continuity. None of them run in the same yeah. timeline. So you've got one, you know, full octane Spider-Man doesn't match up to what's going on in Amazing, you know. It, it, yeah, yeah that, that Kyle's but, right. There is, there's a lot of fat there that could be cut. And, um, and I'm okay with some of that fat. I'm okay with nine Spider-Man titles if you're going to go that route. But if you're going to do nine of them, you have one main one, like Amazing Spider-Man. You might as well keep that going. It's been, it's tried and true. It's been that way forever. It's your big seller. That's the one that makes it, okay? So if you're going to bring out Spider-Man Noir, okay, here's a limited run. You get five to ten issues and you're done. That's it. No more. Don't keep running it. Don't make it 500. Don't make it. What happens if it becomes a hit? Ooh. 
then... I think you get another run at it, but you end that storyline. If Chad, yeah. if I want to do oh, Chad's idea. Like yeah. oh, like, like volumes, okay. like volume yeah. one, yeah. You get volume two, yeah. So and that that allows. I also think that this shouldn't be a weekly story arcs. It shouldn't be a weekly yeah. thing anymore. It should be a once a month thing. Let's face it, comic books—they're not fucking twenty-five cents anymore. You're uh, paying uh, nine ninety-nine. You're paying fucking four ninety-nine. Yeah. And so every week at fucking seventy dollars, who the hell has that kind of money? Let's I slow it down. Let's slow down these stories. Yeah, the ruby money you don't got. Not you got the ruby money. Not only that, now you're talking nine hundred different titles of of stuff that's out there. Now you're talking. Okay, so a number one came out. Um, and I wanted it because it involves the unkindness of Raven. So I'm very interested and intrigued about this book because my daughter's name is Raven. Um, so I, and, and that, it looks like so a really Raven. cool book. So I wanted to get all of the number ones just because. Okay, so now there's, you know, the cover A, the cover B, the variant cover, blah, 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 the virgin variant cover. The one in twenty-five, the um, one per store. The uh, fuck me, like how many covers do we need? Like, can we slow that shit down too? Like, you don't need fifty variant covers for TMNT number one. Like, I, I I get it; it makes money. It is what it is. But you're killing the completionists to the point that you burn them out. I, it, it's fuck, man. Slow it down. You don't have to kill it. Just slow it down a little bit. I think that putting comic books back in the Seven Elevens, putting comic books back in the department stores, fucking everywhere. Put a spinner rack in every fucking spot that you can put a spinner rack, and put titles on there that are gonna interest the kids. I agree with that. Fuck, I, I have been buying stuff for the store to bring more kids in because we do have a lot of kids that come into the store. I've been buying Scooby-Doo. I've been buying, you know, the Looney Tunes. I've been buying some of those titles that attract children. Like, oh, you know, I mean, we get a crap ton of the My Little Did you get a white fan, too? Well, <laughs> the truck. <laughs> I'm looking for a topper. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, you know, but it, it interests the kids, and it. That's where I think it, the spinner rack comes in. Is you get absolutely. them interested in the spinner rack, and then they go, "Oh, there's a comic book store." Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. See there, then, but I think, I think you know, the spinner rack is the gateway drug. Absolutely. That that Absolutely. is that is beer. Not only that, but <laughs> it makes that now we can get rid of a couple of variants because we've introduced the spinner rack, you know, newsstand variant again. It's the same cover, it's just got a barcode on it. You know, should, it's the newsstand. And now have, those are less because kids are buying them and destroying them, just like when we grew up. And now it makes it another collectible where there's less of them, and we've reestablished that market again. They should have a spinner rack in the movie theater. So when you're going to see That's Black oh, Widow, you sick. come out and there's a spinner rack right there with Black Widow comics that 
that kid can go, mom, mom, can I have this? And and pick it up and buy it. They're going to go, no, because we just spent $90 (laughs) at the movie theater. But you, you, but even the Walmart, they have the wall books in Walmart. They have the variant covers in Walmart, but they're over by the trading cards or they're in the toy section. You know, they're not by the books. Nope. The graphic novels are like you can get the trades over by the books, but they should have a spinner rack right there with comics that you can look at. And that's Kyle was right. The spinner rack is, is it's iconic. And Absolutely. I, I want one for my living room to just sit there as decor and put books in, you know, and it, it's iconic. That and your vinyl in it. Yep, it goes right along. They go one and the same. So, I, I I agree with it. I just think that there's there's readership out there, and they're they need to expand to go get it. They need to quit the the comic book store directs to those people that are already in it. They need to broaden that yeah. horizon and make it more available to people that aren't looking to go to a comic book store, or doesn't don't have one in their town. Well, and I think that the marketing strategy of of the big companies has just really, I don't know who the fuck they got running these companies, but Jesus Christ, fire them. Why, how is this a dying industry? You've got one of the hottest commodities of collectibles. You could literally make, you have a NASDAQ for fucking magic cards and you don't, you don't have a way to make a NASDAQ for fucking comic books. Come on, man. Who are these people? Like, wh- how do you not market spinner racks at, at a movie theater? How do you not at a 7-Eleven at a, you know, oh, you know what? This gal is going to be going to JCPenney's and buying a ton of shit. And she's got to drag her kids there. She's going shopping. The kid's bored. Why don't I have four fucking spinner racks full of comic books there? Quit finger fucking my books, kids. Hey, you know what? Take, take these. You know why? Because I got two and they're a knit. And yeah, I need you to destroy as many of these fucking books as possible. <laughs> Makes mine worth more money. It, it just, we, I don't know. It's like, it's like, um, it's like we've put all the wrong people in positions to, just dictate bad decisions. They're not comic book fans. They don't read them. They don't give a shit. So now they're, oh, well, we didn't make any money off that spinner rack at the 7-Eleven. So we just yanked it out. Just fucking leave it there, dude. It ain't costing you anything. But I think a lot of people, I think this is where digital comic books are going to help because kids now, everything is digital. Everything. A lot of people have become more minimalist types where people don't like stuff building up in their houses. And that's one thing comic books do is they take up a lot of space. Yes, they do. They and they and I mean, you know, they, they do. They take up fast. Yeah, super I don't fast. Know what you're talking about whatever. And uh, <laughs> but I think I think pushing, and I, I hate to say it. I mean, and you know, we all say you know, comic books are like boobies. They're great to look at, but they're really awesome to hold in your hands. Yep, but. In a world where everybody's used to digital, there that's don't say it. And we're gonna get we're uh, gonna get we're definitely gonna move towards quite a bit of that. That's inevitable. There's nothing we can do about it. But it's still a kid is not gonna ever go to a digital comic until one day he's in the store and sees a physical comic that turns his brain into 
oh shit, look at this. It's a comic book. This is fucking awesome. I can sit and read if this one. Put it more out there. Pennies. Hey, you can download this. Hey, here's this. I think in the cartoons, in the movies, hey, this is where you download this. This is where you see this. That's where they'll start being able to do that. Like take a picture with their phone or something before this movie starts. You can get the stories after the movie. Yes. About like, well, almost, okay, I get what you're saying. You like, you know, hey, you liked Thanos? Well, here, here is, you know, this. And they get to read, you know. Like you could scan, surfer. like take a picture, like the QR code on the screen and it like mm-hmm. downloads the and, books for you. And you can get the first eight pages. Or, like the, or one part of the story that's, you know, of some cool Thanos thing, you know what I mean? Like something from yeah. Silver Surfer, you know what I mean? And then, hey, if you like that, come here and you could download it. And I get it. Comic books are something that's collected. It's something you like to physical, and I get it, but... It's nice to have. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I fucking hate that, man. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Chad You're looks like that old guy right? in Omegle right now. He just he's like slowly moving around the screen. Well, he's like, he's like <laughs> dude, the yeah. wrong. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. I bought I bought this book for three ninety nine. Okay. It's in great shape. I haven't Are read it. Have no idea yeah, is. what book is that? So so it's it's the bounty hunter Star Wars number four, right? Star Wars Bounty Hunters number four, three ninety nine. See, I would have thought it was Terminator. At at absolute worst, I can still sell this for two dollars and get my money back. To me, it it's I hate part of the reason I hate digital so bad is because there's no possible way I have any net value. I am absolutely pissing away money. I am giving someone money. So that later on, so I can like, go, oh, well. Gold, like Steam. But isn't that still essentially the same thing with with physical books? Because, like, this Thor, I bought it $3.99. Doesn't mean I'm going to sell it for $3.99. If I try to sell it, I can maybe sell it for a buck. Unless it's a, a big, unless it's a hit book. Unless there's something massive that happened in it. But just like Steam, you, you can can't really sell it either for a profit. Codes. You well, can, no, and, I think that just might be the way it is too. You just sell your you digital. Know, another way to you, you know another way to do it is no, nah, everything could be replicated. But yeah, well, just like on Steam, I'm gonna say it again. Like you buy, like I've bought codes off of eBay mm-hmm. for my son. You know, did I for? I need blah, blah, blah code. And you buy it, and then they send you a link, and you do your thing. Sure. It would sure. be the same thing with digital. Right, right. And until they make that market, they will never have my business, and they can suck it because it's just pissing away money. But you should never be buying comic books going, okay, I need – okay, I might have to sell this. Like that's not why we buy comics. It's part of it. But well, no. It, if you're going into buying a book saying, okay, I'm buying this, but I hope I get to resell it. You think you've already lost. But isn't that no, the market where you're at nowadays, though? Because don't, people are getting into it looking at it like it's a long-term investment. Looking at it like the, the stock market. Game, the you, yeah, game. the flipping game. It's always been like that, though. Anything that's collectible is 
there's that people the coins sure. and, and it's not it's not that i buy them for that money it's not that i buy them just to you know but that was literally i'm gonna your all analogy. this and, and <laughs> And and get it no because if you listen my analogy was I paid three ninety nine I could still sell it for you know two dollars now I'm taking a loss sure but at least I have that two dollars I have the ownership of it I have I paid for it and this is mine I bought it and I own this so hard to watch you right I have now. tangible <laughs> evidence that this belongs to fucking me whereas yeah, with digital. If the ownership is a big deal and you don't really have that sense of it. Here, look. Hey, look. When I die... I the new Deftones album. It's right there. When I, when I die and, and my kids get this, they can sell it and or read it or do whatever they want with it. I thought we talked about this. No? But, so... That's what I'm saying. How how are you more likely to draw someone to the market though? Would would it be like a spinner rack outside of a movie theater where they walk you walk out of seeing the new Black Widow and boom, there's Black Widow comics in your face, and you could take one right up to the concessions and buy it? Versus, mom, I really want that book. Okay, well we can get it. We can get home digitally, but then at that point the kid forgets and the mom forgets and that sale's gone. Well, I mean, there's what? always there's always a what if, there's always a it might happen, it might not happen. It, there's, I mean, that's just the way it is. They're, they're gonna have to try. Even, even with the spinner rack in the movie theater, mom, can I have that? No, no, fuck you. Oh, they forgot it. It's they get in the car, they forgot about it. I mean, yeah. it, it's the same. They're gonna have to try some things, and that's that's part of my gripe is they're not trying anything. They're just lathering, rinsing, and repeating the same shit. And over and over and expecting a different result. And it's like, that's never going to work. And, and I, I think just like Kyle's saying, where with StreamYard, you can buy it and then you have a tangible code where that's your code and you own that, blah, blah, blah. I think where that's a good idea is the same thing as, as with like music. Mm -hmm. I pay $10 a month and I get whatever I want. It's all there if I want it or not. Not you, Siri. And I think that's the only way they're going to make money off of digital comic books. It's, it's got to be a monthly thing, just like just like the music. We've used to fight because who had the coolest – this like we were talking about last week. Who had the coolest CD collection? It's so much better just having it right here in the palm of your hand. But do you make it where, like, music, if you don't pay for the subscription anymore, you lose that music? Do you make it it's to where if you don't pay for that subscription, you lose those comics? They're not yours yes. forever? Yeah, it's part of a subscription. But that's the only way they're going to make money from digital comics. Because the problem is, is it's not – there's no way to actually keep it because the, everything digital can be manipulated and, and copied. I just – I don't think digital will ever catch on because I don't think the speculation market and the flipping market will, will let it. I think, yeah, but you're you're you guys. We're all talking about the person that wants to read comics. Yeah, we're not talking about the people that want to flip the comics. Right. We're talking about how do we capture getting it out there to the masses. Right. So it doesn't matter what the flip speculation market is. That's how true. do we get it to so your, 
So what I hear you saying is that to get them involved, you give them a subscription and that will drive them to buying the books. They could buy them physically or, or from there, they can figure out a way to make it so that, hey, I have this downloaded book in my hard drive that I can go back to anytime I want, even after the subscription. So if I decide, you know, you have a monthly subscription, but if you want to keep that forever, you can pay a fee and sure. download it. And retain those, those, those items. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to advertise the the subscri- the the app or whatever with all the books on it. And then what it gets so to like comicology, is- I guess, similar, if you will, and borrow books, but like I've bought like two or three graphic novels that are out of print in other like in print form, but I bought have- they're mine. Is that what you're saying? Like a similar thing like that? Did they have dirt on them? <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Yeah, you bought and downloaded the book. It's in your hard drive. You can access it anytime you want and read it. But I have to go through the app. Like it's not mine. Almost no, like no, I you watch can... the movies on YouTube, but like I only can watch them in YouTube. You know what or, I mean? Like, that's what yeah. I mean. Like they're mine. I pay for them, but I can't access them whenever I want. I have to access them through that. I can't even download them, or I can with Comicsology. But like, if I download the comics and give it a Comicsology. There went the comics. You know what I mean? But I bought them. I, that's where I think is why I'm so leery digital because they have things like that where, oh, it's yours. But like I am intertwined if, with the service. If you don't physically download it and put it in your hard drive, it's not – if you can't take that and move it to a somewhere else, then it's not yours. Well, like that but was what, my question with what I was asking, like Apple Music you were talking about. You can download that Deftones album. But if you decide that next month you don't want to pay for that subscription, you lose that album. Yeah. So you're saying I paid the, for it. the comic books, you're paying for that book to download yeah, it. What I was saying is you can – that's a good way to get people in. And if you want it for a fee, you can buy it and download it, and it's yours. Mm. Okay. I'm just saying something that they can do. No, I'm, I'm glad it was a thought. No, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, taking sure. it in as information. I'm not disagreeing at all. I just thought it was interesting because that's been my thing. Digitally, yeah, it's a lot more convenient to walk around with this all day and read comics than to carry books around that are going to be warped by the heat or whatever the case may be. I have to be, oh, my precious, when I'm bringing them around because the comic fan, I want to read them, but I can't because, you know what I mean? They're not portable. And in weather, especially, it's a lot harder. Same with... Ha- okay, cool. as a librarian... This discussion was going on with books, what, 10 years ago? This exact discussion. And, but here's Art, the thing. Even with, what did people do, though? What did most people do? So, look, like, this is ours. Um, for, the, for the podcast listeners, it says, caution, do not leave in heat. Like, this is what we say. Now, obviously, people are going to do that because it's Arizona, and you can't just keep your books in a, a you know, air-controlled environment, temperature-controlled environment when you're in the heat all the time. But I see what you're saying. That dialogue exists, and for the most part, we say, like, that's what our library system does. What are you talking about? I don't know. What? Yeah, he's lost. You lost me. I thought you were talking about, I thought you were talking about, like, keeping the books, like, like the temple. No, I'm talking about when the nook came out and the bars. Oh, wow. Out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you guys took from it, right? Yeah, I, I, that's what no, I was, I was following you. Yeah. I was on planet, I don't know what, going straight to my. So I was saying, this oh, oh, I was. Books. Oh, I was thinking it was man. 
I got to find a place to get that tattooed on my body. Don't leave in the heat. <laughs> well, what you do now, Barnes Noble, bad. is yes. you, download, you pay a fee, you download that book. It's yours. So, uh, okay, time out. Yeah, Wait, you got to. Like, now that, I'm, now that I'm on the right ship here. And you do the same thing with comics. Mm-hmm. You pay a fee, just like you could buy a gift card. You could buy a card. You charge your card. The new issue of Batman comes out. You pay. There's there's no reason why a digital copy should be the same copy as a physical copy since it's digital. I think it should be less. But even books, though, books are almost the same price digital as they are, you know what I mean, as a physical copy. Yeah. But... You get you get you know what I mean you get your like just Barnes Noble you get your Barnes Noble card you charge your fucking your account you download these books they're yours yeah you can share them like you know the Barnes Noble app you can sh- let people share books they can have it you know they can't have it forever after so certain amount of time it goes away and they can't have it anymore in ninety days this book will self destruct because of the heat this book. I know. I I got totally misplaced. But even with the library, the way we do it, I mean, customers have that for free. The audiobook service. They have to, I mean, not the audiobook, the ebook service, but they have to go through, if you're going through an iPhone or whatever, you have to go through the main play, which is Overdrive. So they can never keep a book. We don't sell books. They don't buy from us. They can borrow books, libraries, and mobile and stuff. You can't. Barnes and Noble, you can, but the subscription-based service. When you do, you're you're buying it through the service and it's connected to the device. You can't go from my Nook or my um, what's it called, my Kindle to my Android phone. You know what I mean? Without the app, without you're still tied. But you, you, you buy the book, but you buy the books and you have them. You download them. They're yours. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I, they're yours forever. I guess. I guess oh, for me, it's like can, it's mine forever. To have a okay, look. So to have a phone, yeah, you have to access an app to do anything in it. Yeah, you have to have the subscription. Does it the subscription? You'd be able to download it and keep have it. Have anything? But you, you need, need that. To, for me to do anything in a phone. That's what I'm trying to have, say. It doesn't matter. So what's the difference? That's a nice so iPhone 11 you got there. Yeah, that's pretty nice. What I'm trying to say is the way you're saying about the phone is exactly <laughs> what I'm saying is for the service for 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 Amazon. If you buy a book on Kindle. You have to go through Amazon. That book is yours. Yes, you get to keep it as long as you still use it through Amazon. You can't just say, oh, I download the book. It's on my device. It's mine. It's not What's like... The deal? That's not true. What do you mean? I bought a book. I downloaded it because I owned it. I have... I mean, at least... But, my, that's not what I've seen. I still have to go into the app to find the book. Well, that I, books, paid. I mean, there sure. are books out there you it's can download it as a PDF file. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you can download it as a PDF. Yeah, because then I need to show my customer that's a hack I haven't seen. Because every time I see, we have to go through the same app to find. I'm like, well, it's yours. You bought. It. You can access it whenever you want. But like, if yeah, you're trying to if, hack, if, if you're getting going, it from a library, of course, it's a rented thing. It's not going to be yours. Oh no, I'm saying about the buying. I was using the library as an example, but I'm saying like, okay, I like the book. I read it through the library. You know, I just finished Midnight Sun. Oh, how was it? Sorry. Oh my god, everybody needs to read this. I read this in like a day. Isn't that tw- the new Twilight book? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, my, my Better never hear anything book. about sparkly Batman vampires from you, mister. 
Like in uh, uh, Amazon Prime, you get an Audible um, account for free when you pay that subscription to that. But the books that I bought off of that stream, that service, that Audible, I was able to download a PDF. So anytime that I get rid of whatever, I still have a hard copy of that on my drives. Or and on if they did iPod, that with comics, iPad. If they did that with comics, I totally would understand and be a the little. The collectible more aspect of it is gone because it's not a commodity anymore. Sure. It's not. There's not a two hundred thousand print run or only eighty thousand print run. But for the reader of comic books, most people don't care about that. Right. Okay, so let's, let's switch it up a little bit because we beat the fuck out of this horse and it's dead. I also think a big part of the problem is that we are stuck with essentially three distributors, right? We have Diamond, who fucks books up constantly. We have Lunar and, and Midtown on each coast, who are now continuing to miss orders and fuck books up. The damage rate on those books is way less than Diamond, but they're both just they both all three of them are now missing the mark not shipping books not printing the right prints guaranteeing or giving books to other places over some places um now this is just an example i'm going to give last spawn 309 cover b i ordered 20 copies because it was the new gunslinger we got host we got none and we were like one of 400 shops that got none. Whereas Midtown ordered, I think, 25,000 or something ridiculous like that. So they got all of theirs. And who knows how many they're sitting on or whatever. That's a whole nother topic for another show, whatever. But they got a crap ton in all of theirs. So now they just gave us, we just got this week, our Spawn 309s that we ordered because we paid for them, right? cover B, the gunslinger, because we got all of our cover A's. So now, all of my fucking Spawn 309s are second print. They're not first print. So now I'm really hosed. They double screwed me, because now everyone's looking for the first print, because who knows how many there were and where the fuck they all went. And now we lose money as a store, because one, they didn't print enough. Two, they you know, made a promise that they couldn't keep, blah, 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 so on and so forth. So at what point do we see a smart person that comes out and makes a printing and distribution company as one and starts getting rid of crappy diamond, the the conflict of, of Midtown and, and Lunar owning fucking DC and comic shops because that's a complete conflict of interest. When do we see that? I mean, the, the distribution part here is tearing apart this market and crashing it faster than anything else, whether it be digital books, whether it be the collectors, the too many variants. The major problem in the whole industry, and we've said it a million times, everybody has, is the fucking distribution. And the prince. I think the sad fact of the matter is, is that nothing's going to change no matter what, because at the end of the day, 
Midtown is Midtown and they're the the top of the food chain and your you know your shop is Podunk Das shop in the middle of nowhere Podunk Arizona you know but here's so, a good point how many times have you gone to the store or something to buy something and they've said we didn't receive it this week we got shorted this week it happens all the time it's not yeah. just diamond it's not just this distributor right it's, it's everyone it's anywhere it everyone and everyone yeah the only reason is is that it, it it matters to comic book readers is because they only made X amount. So you're not getting it, but things get screwed up. People don't get their orders. It's, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just the way it is. They don't get enough books to supply their weekly readers. So they have to take it from, from monthlies, you know, it well, it's not just that. It's also the damage shipping and the fucking yeah. It's that, but that's, that's just, it's, you have people in charge of it. People make mistakes. People who don't care. It's just what happens. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what the product. So, product so damage. You don't you don't think that someone who did care that came out and made a legit business business of printing and distributing together as one could come out and take over that industry and care or not accidents happen and mistakes are yeah. made and shit happens and sure we're it's, we're it's, in a it's fandom impossible that, to make sure you only okay we only want tim the fedex guy because he cares we only want pedro the train guy because we know he the way he drives the train is good we only want fred the fedex airplane guy because we know he likes to fly that it he drives the train. <laughs> you're mu you're muted, Corbin. I didn't even mute myself. Oh, I didn't unmute myself. That, was good. that line was good. That's all. I was agreeing with you. That great. That, that's just what I'm saying. That, that's just, no, I get it. You're, you're going to – to do what you accomplish, you're going to spend millions of dollars and tens of thousands of people to accomplish to get to a 99%, and it's just going to be impossible. Well, even at I would at this fucking point, I'd accept an eighty-five percent, and it'd be a drastic increase. <laughs> like, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm just posing the question because I'm starting to see another side of it. Getting into the managing the shop and doing that stuff, and ordering and and it's, watching ahead, and having to really fucking pay attention to what people want, what's going on, blah blah okay. blah. We got, we got the guy Fuck who wants on. 10. Fuck. We better short the guy who ordered 800 because yeah. that guy wants 10. Cut your nose, spite your face on that one. It's, it, it's just the way it is. It's just business. It's it's just nothing you're going to ever be able to – you're not ever – you could run that company and you know what happens? You end up becoming a bean counter. Do you want to piss off the guy who spends a lot of money or do you want to piss off the guy who spends a little bit of money? Yeah. Who, who do you want to piss off? Neither of them. That's why I fucking... Well, no, but like if you're going to Midtown and you you got Midtown who's going to order 8,000 copies of a book versus Podunk no, Desk no, store... We got to get the chat store. We got to yeah. get those 10 to chat yeah, store. Yeah, you're going to go to where the money's going to be made because you're getting more money from Midtown who's ordering 8,000 copies and you're getting from Mr. Chad's in, you know, Podunk Das, Arizona, who's only ordering 10, you know? So let me, let me propose this. And this is again, just my thoughts on this. Okay. Why would they not as a company 
because every store has their own login, their own, you know, just like an app, just like a fucking whatever. You have your own login, you have your own shit, your own credentials. You go into your, you know, page of what you're going to order and blah, 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 blah. Why do you not have a little counter on there? This is how many fucking books we have. Oh, look, Midtown got in here and ordered on fucking Monday and they ordered 50,000. We have 10,000 left. Oh, we've got 7,000 left. We've got 3,000 left. We don't fucking have any, so you were too late to the goddamn game and you can't order jack shit. Same reason like the website where I order my V-dub parts doesn't tell me it's backordered because if it says backordered, I'm not going to order it and I'm not going to get my money. If you don't order it, you're going to be losing out on, you know what I mean? They're going to be losing out on money, but they'll just, we're not going to tell you that they're out, but you're still going to spend your money. And then we're going to figure out a way to make it work in the end. Because we still get that money. And it's just because. I get what you're saying. Diamond. It's not like you can go to another, another distributor and get that book. But isn't that kind of what. You can go and get another V-dub part from somewhere else. You but isn't I'm that saying? kind of like, what we learned with the '90s and overprinting books and yeah, and the variants and you know the variants and the demand's not there variants. for that book and you're sitting on that book and it just right. But with that counter, it's going to help. See the problem with it's the but then it's going to lead Midtown to go fuck, no fuck, fuck the competition. There's eight thousand these books in the in the queue. I want all eight thousand. We know y'all been waiting for that yeah. Azrael number three for 14 variant issues. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Baby. Let's oh, for you. You've got the money to buy them all. We'll just buy them all. Yeah, I could see that going down. Yeah, that you know. <laughs> Isn't that – I thought that's the whole reason they have the you the order date cutoff. Like you can order as much as you want so they can the, print that. There's the Walmart or the Walgreens, one per store. Yeah. If you find out it's one per store, what do you do? You go search. I go to as many fucking Walgreens yeah. as you can, and you buy them all. Same thing. Makes sense. Wow, this this was a deep dive right here. But I mean, on the reverse side of that, though, these two other <laughs> companies are creating a market for these books now because you walk in and where a Thor variant cover you is, you're like, oh man, that's going to be the hot one. It turns out that the cover A is the hot one because of all the damages and all the the you know, lack of them being out there for that reason. And I would know, never, it's so hard to keep track of that stuff. Right. right? But it's just the way it works. I mean, that's, that's one of the driving factors behind the, the speculation market and comic book collecting is rarity, right? And how many are out there? So if there's, you know, 800 of them that are destroyed because they're damaged and only a thousand of them in circulation that you can buy, that's going to make that value of that book that much greater. Well, that explains why everybody loves me so much. I mean, there's only one of me, and I'm fucking fantastic. That's what I think about me, too. Same. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think about you, too, Kyle. I look at myself like that, that damaged can that fell off the shelf and somebody put back and can get it at a discount. That's... You're special in your own way, and that's why yeah. I love you too, Matt. Yeah, I'm that Azrael number. And you too, Corbin. Thank you. We love that. Matt like the discounted awesome can that he is. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, I'm that dirty cover of Batman Black and White that's been sitting on the the shelf that someone's hey, gonna hey, come. Finally, Corbin's gonna bargain for yeah, you eventually. Right? It's gonna happen. Eventually, you know someone's gonna take a discounted book. price for me, right? Who knows how long that book was on the shelf, but it got picked up eventually. 
All right. But if you're right. like, they said it. Amen. All right. But did uh did any guys check out the the WandaVision trailer that dropped on Monday? That was freaky. The fuck wanna, is that show? I want to watch it less than I ever have now. Really? Why? Whoa, why? Like it's freaky, but I'm intrigued by it. But you oh, saying- we saw them in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. <laughs> You get a well, very we know that it's all a joke. That's what I think is interesting. Like we know that none of that is actually there. I mean, it, 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 it just it didn't it didn't engulf. It didn't make me go, "Holy shit, I have to watch that now." That yeah, it, no, it, it didn't do that for me either. No, it didn't it, do that for me either. It gave it, me the "What the fuck is I'm, this?" vibe. Yeah, I'm interested yeah. to watch it, but man, it it kind of turned me off a little bit. I was just like what Kyle said. It, I was a lot more excited about it before I saw that. Mm-hmm. And then after seeing it, I'm just kind of like, wow. Um, okay. it, yeah, it was, it got me like, um, you know, when new Mutants came out the trailer, I was like, eh, I was excited to see it. it's been a while. And then the trailer came out of that little first segment. I was like, Oh, I'm watching this. Yeah. But the point being, this wasn't that, of course. I didn't get discouraged not to, but I was like, oh, this is even trippier than I thought. You know what I mean? It was just weird. You get real it went like, House of M vibes from it in a, oh, in a universe yeah. that House of M isn't going to work in without yep. the X-Men. <laughs> and it had a little bit of the, the Vision miniseries of Tom King in it with the family dynamic. And we're obviously talking about the uh, Wiccan Speed, the, the kids of... A vision of Scarlet Witch, but it had like also feel of like Leave It to Beaver with the fifties, and then it had like a Full House thing in the nineties, and then it Wicked. had that scene where like, Vision dead, huh? Wicked and Speed. I did a lot of that shit in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also toured around Martha's Vineyard at five years old hitchhiking, right? Well, no, after that was after no, that was after Nom. That was after Nom. No. We don't have a guest. No, not today. They canceled again. Yeah, we had a guest. We were supposed to. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. A, I mean, it's not now. If they were, if they were coming, it'd have been right. Well, I just realized that I was like, oh fuck, it's nine o'clock, and <laughs> yeah, we, we had a guest. If they if they write it correctly, I I can still see where they could write it and be okay, and and it could pan out, and it could really lead into some really cool X Men shit. Like, but it's not to tie it in. But if they, yeah, I, I, after this last trailer, it does not look like they're doing that. And that was my high hopes. And I'm with Kyle on this one. It kind of turned me off a little bit more. I, I'm a little less interested about it now. Yeah, I watched it and I watched it twice. And I was like, you know what? That is not a way to sell a product, it's a hard pass. I think we'll, I think I think we'll all be reconsidering this later. I think you guys are going to look back and go, "Wow." I, I hope I, you're I, right. Well, that, oh. Yeah, I hope we say, "Wow, that was a dumbass trailer," but I'm glad I gave it a chance. I anyway. mean, Marvel hasn't given us a reason not to yet. Now, of course, oh no, that trailer you know, totally did. Well, no, because I'm saying as far as the end result, like we've seen some. I didn't like the Infinity War trailer giving us nothing, and in this scene, you know what I'm saying, like in terms of things we've seen the finished product by the time we see what they've done it's like oh wow 
That's what I mean they, they, that we haven't walked away from a project at this point. Sure. I'm sure many of trailers are, but Marvel is the, the king of sight of hand and use of their trailers to make you either not see everything or lead you to believe one thing when it's completely the other. We, we've seen that. So what I mean is by the end of it, you'll go, oh, now this is new ground for them because I don't remember them doing TV series like that. Huh? This is still dumb as fuck. Now, if that's yeah. what you see afterwards, then I'll be a big miss for them. But I'm sure. saying I, I don't think it's going to happen. Just to correct your statement a little bit, Corbin, uh, the king of sleight of hand was this girl back in the 90s in Colorado that I was dating. And uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> it, wait, hold on. That was the king of sleight of hand? Oh, yeah. The king? Oh, the queen. Oh, yeah. The ruler. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Chad, Chad was playing with a twig and giggleberries. <laughs> she only had a couple of chin hairs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. It, it, I, I get you. That was definitely weird. I definitely didn't pique my interest, but I wasn't like thrown away. But it, it, it just is a description of what we thought, which is a lot of the House of M, a lot of that dystopian type thing. I could definitely see it like the comics where, you know, or at least the, I'm thinking more of the Vision series, where, you know, the story plays out in, like, this weird random story, but, like, on the outside, you can see crap. I swear to God, if they have a family, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, that's what they... Well, they do. If they go... If they do the Tom King thing, man, it's... It was kind of cool as a book, but it's gonna be stupid as fuck. That's what I looked it up. Shout out to Matt for even assigning me there or telling me about that, but the... the Yes, Corbin, tell us who Wiccan and Speed are. They're the kids of Wanda and Vision, but they weren't just started. I thought the same as you. I thought that they were from just that Vision series, and that was it. But it was actually from a 1985 miniseries um, that was called Vision and Scarlet Witch. I didn't know. But basically, they had the help of Doctor Strange in creating these two children. And it was like, oh, wow, you know, Wanda, you're pregnant, whatever the case may be. So they're actually Doctor Strange's kids then? And but it, they uh, were... And, and Doctor Strange is the milkman, or what? It, it was like a, they're a figment of her yeah. imagination. Yeah, that's what Chad thought, too. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> had a hand in it. Mephisto had a hand in it later. Yeah. It gets really weird. That's a lot oh, of oh, That is just dirty. Mephisto had a hand oh, in it? Oh, yeah, because they... It's <laughs> a whole hand? There's a oh, lot of hands and fists no, going no, in places there's, here. There's a bit of Mephisto kind legit. Like porno we were making it before the show. <laughs> yeah. short, they have these kids, and everyone at first, the Avengers is like, oh, you could have a kid? And they just kind of went along with it. But then... Why can't we just be respectful and use a turkey baster like we did back in the late 80s? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, we got like, hands oh, in there. We got... Uh, I mean, oh, I we got Mephisto and Doctor Strange. Everyone's getting some. This is, this is like a bad boot hockey from Marvel party I've ever seen. <laughs> so yeah, they um they end up growing up, and of course, like it's like we just mentioned, they have the powers, or they have powers that were created. Their whole existence was created by Wanda's time-altering or whatever, altering reality-altering powers to bring them to life. Um, it's a continuity nightmare, so I'm not even going to get into all of this. Yeah, their, but, their creation is convoluted as fuck. Oh my gosh, it is. I was digging back. I was taking notes. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to give the, the Cliff Notes version. That's what happens. They end up getting the powers of or, or similar powers to Wanda and uh, uh, Quicksilver just like they would. Uh, it turns out that Wanda's fully accepted them and Vision has not because he's like, they're not my children. Like, these are just, they're not even here. 
Um, but then with the help of my kids, just like Doctor Strange, Vision is Scarlet Witch on Jerry Springer. But like, it gets really weird really quick. But if it turns show, out, if the show is them balancing a home life and being superheroes and fighting crime, I'm out. But here's the problem. This is why I'm not going to be out regardless, because we know that it's not going to end that way. She could make up whatever myriad of adventures she wants to have. It could be the most boring sitcom show, but we know on the outside looking in, stuff is changing, because that's how it happened in the books as well. In terms of, there was some issues, I'm like, what the heck am I reading? But then in the panel, something changes, or something, and you realize that her psyche is working so hard to keep this vision alive, get it? that it's letting everything else just kind of fall apart. Thank you. There you go. And so, like, even how they discovered that the kids weren't real, they had went through the Avengers, like, wow, okay, Wanda had kids. We'll have a nanny, whatever the case may be, whatever. And the nanny realized that whenever Wanda went off to fight with the other Avengers, the babies just disappeared. And that was when she first realized, like, whoa, these, these kids aren't really here. When you can't focus all your energy on keeping them around. And she's like, they're perfectly normal. And the man's like, no, it's you and Andrew. Like, nothing is normal about this. But, like, when she finally comes to her senses that none of this is real, because she's convinced herself that, and she's altered reality to such other extents, I think that's what's going to be what's interesting. I don't expect the show on its own to be a lie. I'm with you on that, Kyle. I think it's going to be kind of boring, to be honest with you. But, like, the intrigue is that it's a slow burn because we realize that what we're watching is the actual story. It's just going to be rehash of old sitcom episodes to, through Wanda and Vision. So, like, she's going to have, like... I don't think any show, any any 30-minute, 40-minute reoccurring thing should be a slow burn. Oh, well, I mean, I'm it's glad... It's boring as fuck. I'm as glad you said know, They know very well. It doesn't work. I think Marvel is trying to break the mold. I'm all for it, especially since we don't like people on the show. We don't like rehashing stuff. So now we definitely can't rehash something because this is brand new to us. Whoa. That's all I'm saying. You know what all I mean? It's not going to be the same villain of the week or whatever the case may be. It could be a boring mess. And if it is, hey, color you me. Have, you have re-piqued my interest in the fact or case that there might be a Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, where oh they get on there and fucking that show would kick ass. They got Vision and Wanda in walks Doctor Strange. That's how they bring back Quicksilver. Pistol, and they're like, fucking, it's not Jerry. And then the fight breaks out and then Steve has to get in there and like separate her. That shit would be fucking epic awesome. I'll tell you right now, if the first episode is a key party gone wild and you see Wanda banging Doctor Strange and all. Okay, you got me, dude. I'm in. I'm hooked. I'm <laughs> in it, dude. I want to know what happens. You know, it's gonna get you, especially when the affair comes out and they find out that she's what been you making. Mean you didn't rubber up Doctor Strange. Sure. I thought you you couldn't like magically pull that. Either of you, either of you, Wanda or Doctor Strange, you couldn't just magically pull that shit out. Come on. Oh, dude, you're just gonna. The first episode just needs to open up on just like you said, a wild tea party, and she's just getting DP'd by Doctor Strange and Mephisto at the same time. Just she's crossbar on a wobbly yeah. ape. Yeah, oh, don't know who it is because they're finger cuffs. Yeah, time. she she is their personal fucking Chinese finger trap. That's what it needs to be. So well, to close so, out the weekend and speed. Don't I don't think we should expect a lot of them in this 
in this series. Like with we'll see, this, him, but that's it. With this analogy, are we saying that the vision is basically just a really powerful dildo? Isn't yeah, that what I mean? Yep. He's this a is machine. how he is anyway. He's a, a machine with with batteries. We'll call him Bob. Bob, yep. Ba- Battery operated boyfriend. There it is. <laughs> Bob. He's no vision, no longer vision. He's just the Bob. Is that vision? No, it's Bob. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, Doctor Strange. <laughs> like I, I'm afraid that with the way it's set, it looks like you're at like, like you said, Full House and the Facts of Life and I Love Lucy, and I'm afraid you're gonna, they're gonna rehash like old Lady sitcom like tropes Big and Van episodes Dyke. with, yep. with those characters. It's gonna end up being cheesy. If if Vision comes in and he's like Wanda, you got some splaining to do, and she's like, I'm I'm done. I'm like, nope, good thing. Wanda, I had a hard day at the car wash. Yeah, in his suit and his to the moon, Wanda to the moon. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) fine. No, if they reenact some Archie Bunker type, swear to God, yeah, dude, if they come in, they start playing the piano to the theme song. (laughs) Wanda playing the piano and they're singing, dude. I'm out. Oh, that shit would fucking blow people's minds. If you tried to put some, like, Archie Bunker-type shit on TV today, holy fucking melt the planet. People would fucking riot in the streets. Oh, yeah, we're not, yeah, I'm good on that. We, we You want to watch it, we have it at a library. Yeah, <laughs> the reason, it, you know, or the reason that's so hard is a different time. <laughs> True. You know, that it, it was offensive, but for some reason it wasn't offensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like it was, but you're like, whoa, that guy's a fucking dick, but I guess it's okay to say what, that. What was the spinoff from that show? What I forgot, I'm dating myself. Jefferson's. Yeah. I thought the Jefferson's. I didn't answer funny. because I didn't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, the Jefferson came out of Archie Bunker when they ended Archie Bunker. Jefferson got their own show. 1985 to 1985. They're moving on up. All in the family. Family. That's what to the a deluxe apartment in the sky. Oh, wow. So they and, actually ran at the same time for a little bit. And so, interesting. On an, another really useless fact about that show were they hanging uh, in a chow line because of good times? The uh, no, the mom that was the next door neighbor to the Jeffersons was uh, that's actually Lenny Kravitz's mom. Yeah, yeah, I knew that's crazy. And Good Times is a spinoff of Maud. Is that what it's called? Which is apparently the spinoff of All in the Family. So whoop de doo, All in the Family just had a bunch of children, and they made up sitcom kid stuff for the seventies. All right, cool. And it was all dynamite. Dino, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Batwoman, man, let's talk. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Oh, there's nothing to talk about. I, I'm just uh, like like you point out, Matt. Better hair, Batwoman season two. They unleashed the new picture, new paint job. Well, that's a little offensive. Um, just a different, co- just a different person. And you know what? We'll have to see how it is. That's all I got for it. New paint job, huh? Yep, yep, yep. Oh my goodness, what a day. Uh, we also got the news that um, Supergirl's ending. I don't think anybody really. I don't know. Sorry, do you, Corbin, Corbin, yeah, Corbin, do you have any feelings on Corbin, Supergirl Corbin. ending? Yes, 
honestly, I feel like it's not a surprise because of her personal. I mean, she's having a baby. They just started filming. At least they have a big setup for 20 episodes. I am disappointed that it's another show from the CW verse that. If was they're ending it because she's pregnant, she fucking better be suing. No, she no, just no, had no, her no, baby. No. She, she, she just had her baby. I'm saying that they're starting late because of that, but obviously with her having that transition, you, you just had a kid. It's been going on for a while. Like I'm if imagining ending it because she had a kid that she better be suing. Well, she agrees. She's right. She was the one who put the Instagram post saying that she's had a lot of fun on the show. Whatever. It's run its course. Bottom line. There's only so many ways they can spin it. They try to go at it from a different angle, which won some supporters, lost some supporters in terms of the, the way they were framing their stories. They went on for six seasons. CW saved them. Remember, they started off on CBS. They went one season. They were cut. And then CW picked it up and gave it a lot more runs. So congratulations to that. But at the end of the day, I think it's not about Supergirl. It's really about what CW is doing because Arrow's gone. Supergirl was the, was gone. The one in between those two was The Flash. And we'll have to see how long that runs because in my opinion, that's all that's kind of reached its end. So is this the end of CW versus we know it because you have the new Superman show and the new Batwoman or second season of that. But after that, most of these shows are either reruns or offshoots from DC Universe or stuff that's there. I'm thinking, I'm throwing the hot take here. This is the first domino to fall. By 2022, CW versus done. I don't think so because they're they're transitioning that show into the, like the new Lois and Clark Superman show. I think they're, transition, they're transitioning out this first wave. I wouldn't be surprised if you get like a Blue Beetle show, or you get a static sh- live action Static Shock, or you get you, you, you Black Lightning. You get yeah, but then you just got now you're getting Star Girl. So I think you're gonna get more obscure characters that come to the CW verse to replace these this current run. Okay, that's a good idea. Let's get super obscure characters to make shows about. Uh-huh. Well, that that equals ratings. Well, the, the, but that's, look, at, look at the boys. But the boys is not CW. No, I, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, like, we're looking at CW like they're like in my mind. There's there's different there's different there's levels to this, right? Yeah. And well, CW yeah. Is I mean, Stargirl you mentioned is not getting new content. They're coming from DC Universe. It's just yeah. a show that's already been done that's being carried. It's not like oh, CW's going to take it. And they were worried about that. Well, if CW takes it. The, the drop-off in production value is going to be tremendous. We all know this. It's like it's like junk food is what CW is giving us in terms of their DC content. You know what I mean? The most hype they got was Christ on Infinite Earths. I was all, you know, we were all up on that one. And, then, you know, what I'm trying to say is, like, they're going to have shows in circulation. But it's the end of the CW-verse in terms of generating original content. Yeah, I don't I could see Superman that. lasting longer than a year. I love Batwoman to death. I think there's an end to this, too. I think, I think you're right, Huh? You're going to see the superheroes slowly transition out of CW. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back to having a different type of content to get. I think that, you're right. I appreciate that. I, wow. I, I think it's ran its course. I think they they were on fire for a while. People loved it. They, they inundated it. They watered it down. They gave us, and then people stopped. people stopped caring. Yeah. Now it's cycling. They're 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 still trying because it's still it's still on that last leg. So people are kind of going towards it, but overall, it's cycling out. Yeah, that's that was my thank you. That was all I had. Like it wasn't really about Supergirl specifically, but it's emblematic of what CW is doing. So yeah, I'm with you. Like that's what I think. And it'll be Nancy Drew again, the Hardy Boys Part Four. You know, they'll keep going back into the '50s, taking stories from that. And uh, yeah, I think you'll see her. more shows of the likes of like Riverdale. 
Yeah, yeah, they're just gonna go back into that stuff. But I mean, CW's always they've like even from a long time ago, they've always had a superhero show. They're gonna relaunch the creek for a long time. And I think there's always gonna be one or two, but I think having a bulk of their shows is that is not gonna be there anymore. They're making Beauty and the Beast the new beginning. Like, like how long ago did they have Smallville? It was a pretty good hit, but yeah. it was just one thing that was in there. And they had all this other stuff. Like they had a they have lost their formula of, of what they were doing. And they 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 struck fire for a while. It worked, like I just said, and I think I think it's ran its course. Yep, and and that's that's this that's what I feel. This is the first nail in the coffin. Yeah, I think the end of just it just got to a point. I think I think ending Arrow was actually the beginning of it. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. It was literally what they were all built upon. But I will say, at least for myself, that I thought that there was a it was almost like Arrow was, you know, how you have a show leave. But or, or let's say a, a person leave a company, but they left the company in, in better hands now. You know, like I've guided us this way. Now you will bring it forward. That was the feeling I had when Arrow left. Okay, Arrow left, but Batwoman's still around. And there's a new Superman show. And, you know, Arrow's, I mean, Flash is still, you know, I thought there was going to be a lot more of that. I don't know how much of COVID tied into that. But that perspective, once Crisis was over, was like, oh, no, he's not leading us off. He's the first to go and. It's like it's more like a captain leaving a ship as it's about to crash, than <laughs> like a company going sky high. Because once they got Swamp Thing, after it was already canceled, that same one season, you see the rats are leaving the ship. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, they're keeping content just to have something to run on Saturday nights, but not because they have any new audience they want to rope in. So yeah, that's all I had on that. I appreciate that, but yeah, it was like, hey, Supergirl, goodbye to that. But really, just say goodbye to CW and, and DC after the next year or so, because that's pretty much once the contracts for these current shows run out and you see the, the lack of interest because of the lack of real support to it, you know, it's been real. So. There'll be more shows like Pretty Little Liars. Right. Yeah. Seventh yeah, Heaven real. Reboot or, or something, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, for real, though. So in a time you're seeing a lot of movies get pushed, like you're seeing Black Widow get pushed to May of 2021, Eternals getting pushed to November 2021, Shang-Chi getting pushed to 2021. Then you have Suicide Squad that comes out next year already getting a spin-off show for a character at HBO Max. Do you think it's a little premature to be giving characters like Peacemaker a spin-off show when the movie hasn't even come out yet? Yes. <laughs> so Peacemaker, yes, the the John C- who John Cena is playing in uh James Gunn's Suicide Squad is getting his own uh, HBO Max spinoff already. And it's going to be written and several episodes, including the first episode are going to be directed by James Gunn. Uh, uh, Knowing what we know from the first suicide squad movie, not that you can really compare the two. It's comparing apples and oranges, but it's, I think it's a little premature to, to do this. Like you got to give us the movie before you go with the spinoffs. Well, like, that was my thing. Let's say we said we're going to have a, a Rick Flagg spinoff series before the Suicide movie had come out. We didn't know. Blank slate. Like, we're not comparing the two movies. We're just saying on the premise, there's a Suicide School movie coming out, and we're going to take this character, and we're going to also do a show on him. Fine. Then the movie comes out, and we're like, what the f- We don't want to watch this. Now what? Now, if this movie yeah, comes out... the show has nothing to do with the movie, they could do whatever they want, then why does it matter? The show... So... Oh, the show is a, is it it's a the origin story so it's 
like Peacemaker leading up to joining the Suicide Squad. So how he becomes Peacemaker. And- so it's, it's kind of has nothing to do with the movie then. Yeah, I guess yeah, it makes a little difference. <laughs> but the success of the movie is going to drive people to watch that show. Wait, that is the show coming out before or after the movie? After. Okay, that's what I thought. If it's coming after the movie, then a lot of that I think Kyle would depend on how good the movie does. If if a new if the movie sucks, why am I interested to watch the show? What is there? Literally, driving people are always I'm looking for new content to watch. It's one of the reasons why the boys were good. Well, then why wasn't Batwoman because Batwoman good? Because <laughs> one new content. Paid services. Paid service TV is different. The yes, way people are attracted to it is different. Okay, I can accept that. CW, like exactly what you said before, when it was on the DC app, it had a higher quality than CW. Same thing. The quality from these paid services is a little bit better. You're not. But getting, here's my question: You're not on getting that. discount heroes in replace of the in, in placement of the heroes you want. But and essentially, yeah, not true. not to knock her, but that's what Batwoman was on CW. Is she was a she was discount a discount Batman. Batman to take over from Arrow being the discount Batman. But but exactly. my thing, my also thing, my counterpoint to that, Kyle, is that we're comparing. Okay, we compared a, a streaming service in CW. Now we're comparing the budget you get for a movie and the budget you get for a streaming service. It's more closer to a movie, but it's definitely a step down. You know what I mean? People are more into shows, though, than they are movies right now. People are into finding that next awesome show to watch. Okay. I can get that. Well, and right now, there are no movies. So right now, the budget for TV shows has actually been higher and better. Look at Mandalorian is a good example. But if it's an origin story... Due to the fact, yeah, on a paid service, that due to the fact that there are no movies, wouldn't you want to, exactly what Kyle was pointing out, wouldn't you want to put out the TV show since it doesn't really have anything to do with the movie and then build up the hype for the movie and try and get that extra revenue in Well, I think looking at at what we're seeing right now, okay, with COVID and all that, really... Movies with smaller productions are what's getting made. There, I know a lot of broad or a lot of like stage companies are saying that they're not even going to be able to put on a play till late 2021. So you can do things with smaller crews, so it makes TV more, like Chad was just saying, more enticing now. That's why you got the news today that that Nick Fury, that Samuel Jackson, is going to do a Disney Plus show, one season get through COVID, make that money. And it's going to bomb. How many times is he going to say motherfucker on Disney? Not once. Bomb. Motherfucker. He knows how to do a job. He can go in. Motherfucker's an actor. He reads what somebody else wrote. Right. Motherfucker wasn't him just being... I'm gonna be cool, motherfucker. Somebody wrote that shit for him. Oh no, that's not true at all. He no, told his key phrase, he man. He totally did a body. He made his key up. phrase. Pulp dude, you know who did that shit? Quentin Tarantino. No, I will not give him credit. No, I'm playing. Probably was. <laughs> yeah, but he made actually, his own. Actually, Eddie Murphy, if you really wanted to get technical. The no, but no, but Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker's been his thing, but yeah. People write stuff for him. Yeah. That's but it's, it's origin. And, and I totally hear and agree with what you're saying, but his origin where he got motherfucker actually started in coming to America when he's robbing, 
McDowell's and Eddie Murphy beats the crap out of him with the with the mop handle. And in the end of it, he's like, motherfucker. And from then on, it became his key phrase. And that was the first movie he was ever well, in. That's because, like Kyle saying, people write it into movies for him. <laughs> that, yeah, people go to the movie just to hear I Samuel Jackson say, motherfucker. But he made it his own. Hey, guys, I'm going to write. Can I say, motherfucker? Well, no, I could say the same words you can, but if I say it better or more, it, it sticks with the, the, the person more, then it becomes the brand. It becomes just like, like, words just like no, me. sir, that is an incorrect statement has become iconic for Kyle. There you go. Exactly. But like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars will never work for Chad. Like it, it, it just it, it, it rings for certain people. You know what I mean? Like it's just that thing. That's what I mean. Like you can give the writer credit, but he's been saying this for years after that. So at this point, great job to the writer for rolling that rock down the hill. But Jackson's kept it going, and it's going to come he to a stop. And I guarantee they say, "Hey Samuel Jackson, we're Disney, and you're going to be on a show. So we're going to give you this much money. You're going to say motherfucker. You're not going to say motherfuckers. Go. Nope, I'm not going to say motherfucker. Does no, he say? It in, you don't write does he say in any I Avengers movie, in any Marvel movie so far? Has he said the? He started to before he phased yeah. out. Yes, he absolutely. He the end. At the end of Infinity War. Yep. yep. He did. Bingo. He the and, but, and then he did. He and he he as, a, as a parody, but he doesn't say it through the entire thing. It don't matter how he says it. He's got he's to reference it. Something's going to happen. They're going to end every episode like that. It's going to be like, that was in a teaser. But no, it was at the end of the movie. Isn't that part of the movie? Before the credits, in between the credits, mid-credits scene, that happens. That's, that's definitely part of the movie. Last I checked, mid-credit scene. That's that's part of the movie. No, it's when not. When the credits stop, and you are you really going to see that the mid-credit scene is not credit part of the movie? Go up the movie what is do you call the mid-credit scene. What do you call that? It's mid-credit toward the end of the movie, but it is part of the movie. It's you called call that, uh, bonus material. No, yeah, that's, that's not on the three. It's actually <laughs> exactly. That's what we call on the DVD. What I cannot credit for that. Wait, wait. I'm gonna leave after the movie because that stuff that that's bonus material. No, <laughs> once the credits go up, it's Finn. <laughs> once the credits are finished, it's Finn because the credits are part of the movie too. Because they're giving credit to the people who made this happen. But but, that, but is it though? Because Finn. the the after the credit scene usually ties into the next movie that's coming out, so it's not technically part of the movie you just watched. If it's tying into watch, the next movie. Hyping you up for the next one. From yeah. the beginning, when you see the production teams and the studios that did it, to the last person who played a part in this movie, that is the movie. Now, if you want to talk about just a story, fine. But the entire... All, right. All we're doing is talking semantics now. Yeah. That's true. You can agree or just not agree and go and agree with me? Okay. That's right. Yeah, my kid, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. But yeah, you that's okay. Next, <laughs> I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss it, and that nice. And I'm not that interested in in Nick Fury. They'd have to really write it really, really well for me to be interested into it. In it, yeah. Isn't Finn French for end? Yes. Okay. Finished. Yeah. Sam fucking made me start doubting myself. Hey, Sam said I'd agree with you if you played dodgeball. Dude, if if 
dodgeball was closer to my house, dude, I'd be dodging. You'd be dodging my motherfucking balls. I was. I was. I wanted to that's, go this week. I'll that's some tea bagging, Kyle. <laughs> I, you know, I seen those posts on Facebook of Sand Dune Dot. I really want to go play dodgeball. It exciting, dude. I know I'd be winning in like 17 seconds, and it would be. I would be out. I would pray for somebody to hit me. But if I gone home early, like, I'm dude, I think I'm that's what we should all go and be on separate teams so we can fucking nail each other with ball. Just, just imagine how much better we'd feel if if you got if I guys got to nail Matt right in the fucking face. No, no, no. <laughs> big red fucking rubber ball, man. Well, oh no, what we need to do is we need to form our team. And then we need to get those guys from the one show, and they can form their own team. Oh, <laughs> absolute geek! That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. from the, the other geek, the ones that crashed the show, and then we can <laughs> fucking just dodge balls. Hey, if the you can dodge, is, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Sam, Sam says I hype Corbin up, and he pussed out. Oh, <laughs> if Corbin goes, I'll go. Listen, I'll be there Wednesday. I didn't come this way. No, I'll be the next ones. I didn't come this ones. I wasn't feeling good, but I will be the next ones. Eight, I get off. It's like an hour from my house. Yeah, it's literally fifteen minutes away from mine. I looked it up, and I was like, "Problem with it?" Like when Sam first posted, I was like, "Hell yeah, yeah." Oh no, it sounds fun, but for me to drive to Mesa, that's an excursion. Gilbert, yeah, isn't it Gilbert? Gilbert. It's Gilbert. To me, that's all the same thing. At this point, it's all about. Yeah, your boy, your boy had toots, and the toots isn't what you want to be trying to run around with. That's just, just not, this is not what but, you want to. But I, I have to eat it and just fucking fill my gas tank up and fucking drive out there because it sounds like fun. Come this Wednesday, I, so like I'm useless in dodgeball. Like I'm great at dodging and I can run. I'm good. I'm just one of those people. The last man staying on the team, and it's a wrap because I can't hit for shit. So like, you're like Justin Long, huh? <laughs> what? So you're like Justin Long and dodgeball. Like, the team will go, and I'll see he get knocked out, and she get knocked out. I'm like, I'm the last one, and that's great. I can dodge for a while, and I'm good at deflecting balls and all sorts of things. I bet you are good at deflecting out. balls. <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna hit you. Because I'm not a great thrower. If it's not basketball, we aren't even good for anything. And so you that, throw like a girl. Well, I throw hard. I just don't throw accurately. Like, I'm trying to chuck at you and you right he here. throws it and hits some guy in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Sam said so, we have to get the league built up and then we can set up a West Valley League. Oh, I might have to contribute to that. I, I get to be the pirate guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mean Steve the Pirate? Who's now Steve you know his name. <laughs> Who's Steve the Pirate? I'm going to be ripped torn. You're going to be Patches of Hulan? Patches of Hulan. That means I'm not going to do anything. Are you going to drink your urine because it's sterile and you like the taste? Yeah, my, my father-in-law has been throwing wrenches at me all week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but like the fact it's a league, oh yeah, I can, I can, you know, someone got started for MVP. Got no, I'm just kidding. I, I haven't done any athletic thing in like weeks. Yeah, I, Me neither. I, sure I, I, I remember walking back from playing basketball. I was like, 
oh, I'm out of shape. And here we and are. Like I told you a couple weeks ago, I went around the block with Newbie, and I was really <laughs> bad time. I got to the end of the street, way to fucking turn around and walk back because my back hurt and shit. It's I'm gonna be. I need to do some light jogging. In fact, I'm glad I didn't go this Wednesday because I want to embarrass myself. You will hype me up. It's better me not show up and keep the intrigue than show up and be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like my reflexes are shot. Not all of us are sitting there on Facebook doing 25 push-ups in 25 days. They're saying oh, so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. With kids on him and yeah. and all sorts of environments to keep it fret. No, no, you're right. We can't all be that cool. It would be fun to do it like a podcast versus podcast to to Yo. to like promote the local podcast scene. Should dude, what day? So and we yeah. can do it as a tournament, man, and just we can. <laughs> You know, we can knock out Grizzle Geek first. Sam yeah. says, I will, I will personally pay $50 to the first guy to do a backflip in game. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Oh, my gosh. We should. We should do, do a podcast for podcast. Grizzle, Grizzle Geek. Get a Couch Crunchers. Get we'll fucking... knock Grizzle Geek out first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Three, yeah, let's do that. Flip side. No, I'm fine. That'd be bomb. No, we got to knock out uh, Couch Crunchers first. I don't know, man. I think they'd give us a run for our money. <laughs> they might. I, <laughs> I think uh, they would knock us out. They got uh, Sam. Uh, They've got at least one athletic person on their team. I'll, I'll tell I you mean, how Honestly, I'll be honest, man. Team Absolute Geek, we're going to be like Cobra Kai. So I'm just putting it out there. We're, <laughs> we're going to be playing hard. hard. No hey, we're gonna, we'll be, we'll be all right. No mercy. There. It's all right. We'll be all right. Next week's game is going to be on Facebook Live, he said. Oh, my God. How much fun would that be? Wait, wait. Not next week. Like, the week, not the week. I'm, the week next, next Wednesday. Wednesday? Yes. Oh, maybe maybe we have to read. I'm, gonna, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not built for the TV. <laughs> 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 He's already. I'm not really a TV person. Team yeah, Absolute Geek. Out you out have to come wearing an Absolute Geek shirt. I, hey, I'll do it. I got my. Listen, I already got my outfit for dodgeball and laser tag. It's my white bandana. It's my black shirt. It's my it's my self suit. I'm gonna wear it. I wear it Wednesday. Absolute geek shirt. I got it. As long as I get to wear flip flops. How you gonna play dodgeball flip flops, bro? Dude, I'm a fucking ninja, dude. I can play. I can do anything (laughs) in flip flops. Sam said he was the first out in the first game last week. Took a shot to the nuts. (laughs) 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 That's where I would go out. Is as the first person got hit in the nuts, I'd laugh so hard I can't breathe anymore. (laughs) <laughs> Sans yeah, Corbin's you know already pussing out. Yes, he is. <laughs> Why are you coming for me, Sam? Why are you coming for me? Okay. I said I'll be there. It's on. It's on. It's <laughs> recorded. It's recorded. Okay. Like, people are hearing this. You got it. Uh, you got it. Send me the address because I want to see how fucking far it is. <laughs> it's probably far. Really uh, Gilbert High? I'll say, yeah. Probably like 45 miles for me. It's like a 45 minute drive, wow, I'm sure. That's crazy. Make it a little excursion. I mean, that's still an excursion, but it's Goodbye, a lot to have geek. balls in my face. On your face. They looked like they were using volleyballs. So I bet you that leather probably slaps when you hit nah, with it. Oh, man, you need those balls, dude. Those things sting. I said, and, and they make that noise when they hit you. Corbin just put the, the address in the chat. Yes, it did. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. God. 
Elliot Road, I already know that's far. So, like, when I first heard, I was like, Gilbert, hi. When I first heard about this last week, I was like, oh, that might be far. I'm like, wait, I'm in Gilbert. I Google it, it's like, go straight, go. I'm like, oh, that's not bad. Let's see. The one time that I can say that, because literally everything else I have to go to is at least 45 minutes away. So I'm actually happy this is oh. my My knees and back hurt just thinking about it already. <laughs> I'm like, Matt. I'm like, unless there's a tiger on the course, I ain't running for shit. The fastest route is 40 miles. Is there an ambulance on standby ready to go for all of middle-aged fucks that can't move anymore? Right. I mean, if it's on Facebook Live, I'd imagine, right? Flag football tournament years ago, and after that, man, it damn near killed all of us. We had like only four guys per team, and God, I think there was fifteen teams. And and of course, one of the dudes showed up with the fucking CSU football team and kicked our asses. But man, it was at the end of it. I just all I could think was, I haven't hurt like this since ever in my like life. You, I hurt so good. <laughs> it's like when you build up the courage to play tackle on your fucking uh, turkey day park game and then you're just all sore for the next three weeks after that. You take that first hit and you're like, this was a mistake and you just kind of lay there and contemplate your life as you look up at the sky. <laughs> your knees making this weird clicking noise all of a sudden. Trying to run and your, your body's just like, dude, no. No, it's just, it's not going to happen. And your brain's like, I'm running so fast. And you look down and you're at a like real steady mall wogging pace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got to be ready. I got to start my stretches. I got, if it's, it's a league, they, I wonder if they, if they already assigned teams. Keeps All right, let's do this. You're like, man, I've come so far. You take a book and you look back and you've actually come like five steps. Uh- <laughs> the only guarantee I could give you is you'll get hit with a ball. Yeah, that's a solid guarantee. Is it there? I mean, that should be on the shirt. Yeah, oh, yeah, dodgeball, East Valley dodgeball. The only guarantee we have is you're gonna get hit with a ball. Nah, that's whew. Corbin's like not me. I'm like a ninja. I'm, I'm, I'm really gonna duck. I'm really. That's one thing I'm good. I'll give myself that. As far as the throwing, we'll see. But Corbin, dodge like a butterfly. <laughs> Sting like a beaver. Sting like a beaver. Dodge like a fly. Sting like a mosquito or something like that. We got knocked down several knots. But yeah, that, that should be fun. I'm sorry for not being able to show up this Wednesday. I am sorry for but yeah, I'm, he's already apologizing for not showing right. up. Right. <laughs> 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 well, not coming under thirty. I, I already said I'm. I said it four different times. I'll be there. I'll be there. As he was apologizing for already not showing up for this last one. But listen, I just didn't feel. I didn't say. Is, I, I said. Is there, is there I, way? I was definitely going because otherwise I would have felt bad for not apologize, like not saying I wasn't. I was very interested. I, I was going, and then I just like, oh, I couldn't make it. Is there a sure. way that we can get video of Corbin playing dodgeball? That's it's all. It's going to be want. on Facebook Live. You can watch all it live. All I want, Don't put dude. Me. I want video of all of us playing dodgeball. We need to get out there. I have no to- desire to have any video of me playing dodgeball. I, I can promise you this: <laughs> if the, if we go and one of us takes a ball to the face, 
that clip is going to be the opening to next week's show. Dude. Just all of us playing dodgeball and just taking one to the face. You have to go. Y'all have to go. I'm already going to be. Y'all have to do it. Even if I was the one taking the ball to the face, that would be pretty fucking epic. Pretty Thank you. Yeah. Well. And you're gonna see yeah. it in every direction. It's gonna be like the the jump clip to do 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 Like you're just taking it repeatedly <laughs> to the slow motion to the face. Like it's just gonna be re- repeatedly played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up? Yep. That's how it's gonna be next week. Uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, all right, let's uh, get into a little bit of odd news. Tonight, the Six Dad World Primetime Special with people just like you, only more pathetic. It's a bit nutty. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Massachusetts man dies after overdosing on black licorice. I've done that twice. The acid in the black licorice caused the man's potassium levels to plummet, causing him to die. That's unfortunate. I hate licorice. (laughs) I have another reason. Chad. Oh, I bit my lip. (laughs) Oh, help me, please. Bit my lip. (laughs) My lip. My lip. Look, he's already got an injury before next week's dodgeball game. He can't go because he bit his lip. I just did it. I've done that twice. Black licorice is nasty. It is. I love that shit. You like black licorice? In your mouth. How could you not like black licorice? That shit is so good. I've done that. <laughs> Man, oh, geez. I've done that. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration warned that if you're 40 years old or older, eating two ounces of black licorice a day for at least two weeks could land you in the hospital <laughs> with an irregular Jesus heart rhythm. All right, Chad. Let's put that to the test. I like black licorice, but two ounces a day? Like, fuck me. That's like four of them. For no, two weeks. God, that's more than that. Two ounces for for two weeks a day. You do can it, do it, man. Do it, Chad. Do it, Chad. That's like fucking eight boxes of good and plenty a day. Who the fuck is eating eight boxes, ten boxes of fucking good and plenty? Just do one box. Do do four black licorice. That's two ounces. Fuck, man. I got to find out. Now I'm curious. Like, how much... How many boxes of good and plenty do you got to eat to get two ounces of that shit in your body a day? Like, that's a fuck ton. You're going to get diabetes before you get fucking licorice poisoning. What are you here for? Liquor poisoning? Too much booze, huh? No black liquor, stupid. <laughs> no, I quit lot. drinking years ago. <laughs> yeah, shit. The uh, UFO that was spotted in New Jersey last week, well, some of us were spot on, as it turned out to just be a Goodyear blimp. Awesome. <laughs> Told you it was Ice Cube saying he's a pimp. <laughs> 
No, it, it, it was going to, yeah, it was, it was clearly not what we thought it was. So, wait a minute. <laughs> I, have, I have some questions all of a sudden. If the government came out and said that UFOs are actually really real, why are they still going back if it wasn't real and if it was that? Why would they go back now and be like, no, 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 it was just a blimp? Well, that's the thing. It, not, it just was a blimp. Like, they've already... <laughs> that's the blimp. What do they have to hide? If it was a blimp, it was a blimp. <laughs> They're not trying you to see you anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just, I'm just asking, you know, generally. I'm not saying it wasn't a blimp. I'm not saying that the, a lot of fools didn't make a mistake. I'm saying it sounds a lot like the government used to sound, you know, like, oh, it's just a blimp. Uh, it was a weather balloon. Yeah. Like, you already came out and told us the shit's real. Why not just go, fuck it. Yeah, it was. It was a UFO. Because what <laughs> happens is some of them aren't. Then, yeah, yeah, you're starting why? speculation yeah. that doesn't need to be there. No, just let it be. Just let so it you're be saying there. the other ones are, but this, yes, look, it's a blip. Look, it says Goodyear across it. <laughs> you're saying aliens ain't cut Goodyears? <laughs> look, it says Goodyear across that UFO. <laughs> Fucking aliens <laughs> come down and they're like sponsored. BF <laughs> Rich. <laughs> 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 is that a flying saucer? Couldn't be, but it's in the shape of a flying saucer. Nope, says BF Goodrich. Couldn't be, it's a blimp. <laughs> it says playoffs next Tuesday. <laughs> it says Oscar Mayer, it's a Wienermobile. Dude, it is flying in the fucking sky. It's a saucer. Nope, says fucking. No, it says Wieners on it. To TNT for MLB postseason. <laughs> <laughs> it says Lakers Nuggets game six tomorrow night. I went. I went to. I went to uh, Earth and visited them. How'd it go? Did they spot you? No, no, no. I just put fucking tire coming. I put good Remember on to the drink side your of a fucking team. UFO. They I don't just, know anybody. I just slapped Nissan on the side of it. Nobody <laughs> knew the difference. <laughs> What the fuck is Nissan? <laughs> you need a cloaking device. <laughs> Come out and there's just a big Goodyear sticker on the How are we going to infiltrate this earth? They like advertising. <laughs> Factory caught washing and recycling and reselling used condoms. Hey, rubber takes a long time to break down. I don't blame them. A factory well, just turn it inside out and shake the fuck out of it. A factory you know, in Vietnam has been busted for washing and recycling thousands of used condoms and then selling them on to unsuspecting customers. <laughs> Who the fuck Clean? is collecting these used condoms? Police swooped on an apartment in south uh, in the south of the country where they found over three hundred thousand unlabeled and unpackaged condoms. This is the ones that they give out at schools because they're cheap. The owner of the illicit facility said she washed them and then dried the condoms before remolding them on a wooden dildo. Good for her. What do you do for a living? Uh, I collect used condoms. Hey man, if if the Don work, if the Don can work on fucking oil covered animals, 
That shit can work on semen covered rubber. I'm just saying. All you gotta do is just wash it. And then you're good. <laughs> Turn it inside out. Shake the fuck out of it. Just go like this. <laughs> just, hang it. just hang it on the fucking line outside, right? By the tip and just let it blow in the wind. Let it air dry. Can you imagine looking outside? Just seeing condoms fucking air drying. Martha! Martha! Look at this! Is that an alien? No, it's condoms on the line. <laughs> Didn't you see the good here on the side of the car? <laughs> It's funny. Or you get in that tight spot, and you're just like, "Do you have a rubber?" And you're like, "No, but hold on, my neighbor does." And you just walk out to the line and snatch one up, and away you go, huh? Wash that bad boy. Helping the community. Yeah, that's right. Reduce, reuse, recycle. And our last odd nude story is mother of two who married a tree celebrates their first wedding anniversary. Married a tree? Yeah. Fucking marry a tree. That's not odd news. That's crazy news. <laughs> I, I had no comment on that. I literally, wow. Congratulations. You tree. Let's, let's do this. Kate Cunningham, who changed her surname to elder when she married an elder tree, tied the knot and said that the pair are more loved up than ever. And they're having no plans to divorce. Wow. They're turning over a new leaf. And well, at least you know that the tree is turning over a new leaf and, and, and having a pair. <laughs> I had to. It was right there. <laughs> the tree's not going to go out to get a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> she celebrated her first year of marriage with two friends and some elderflower campers, leaving her boyfriend and two kids at home. She made it her 50-year-old son is a little embarrassed. A Gee, little? Think? A little? <laughs> Hey, can you watch the kids? I gotta go to the store. Now you're not talking to me? And, and now you know where the other lady got the wooden dildo from. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> wow. How the fuck do you marry a tree? The same way you marry yourself. You say yeah, anything. I hey, man. I'm you sure I'm it. sure that marriage is not legally binding. I don't know. Let's ask the resident uh the resident lawyer if Sam's still in the chat. Would that be a legally binding marriage to a tree, Sam? I think you do uh, common law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So got some got a little book dirty, got some sap on it. You know? If there's no men in the forest, mm-hmm. can the trees? Does it? Can anybody still hear her bitching at the tree? Like, hey, you didn't take the trash out, you know. Ba-do-pah. All you do is leave all these fucking leaves around. That's sexist. Take this shit up. That's sexist because you think only straight women bitch? Oh, no. They all bitch. People are just, yeah. yeah people. You're right. Everyone. Have bitches. I mentioned I'm divorced? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't, I hadn't quite heard that one. <laughs> She's not bad looking. She's not a bad looking tree. <laughs> oh my god. She's not bad looking. Oh. No. Neither Ooh. is the tree, as Kyle said. Well, they're they're a nice looking couple. Yeah. Made for each other. They look good. Oh, bad looking tree. He, he dresses up well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. She's obviously not the faithful Leave one in the relationship. All around. 
She's not the faithful one in the relationship, so she had to leave her boyfriend and kids yeah. at home to go see her tree husband. Uh, yeah. Did you just bark Talk at me? You leaving your trees everywhere, your did leaves you just, everywhere. Did you just bark at me? <laughs> I was about to say that. Fucking you man. barking at me? I'm fucking, I got a chainsaw. Don't fucking bark at me. <laughs> yeah, sap all over me, baby. Sap all over me. <laughs> Sap all over my dick. Sap uh, on my face. Uh, sap it to me, baby. You have me all a quiver. <laughs> wow. Fuck, man. There is just some weird fucking shit. No wonder the aliens come here and watch us with Goodyear stickers on their headphones. They're like, fucking, this is better than TV. They don't want to make themselves known because they're like, this place is just fucking weird. <laughs> they're like, don't let them see you. You're fucking weird enough already. <laughs> don't touch them. You'll catch something. You don't want it. Look at what it does to them. Got enough problems as it is. Buried a fucking tree. I hate when you sap to her. <laughs> 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 Last night was great, but you gave me a splinter. <laughs> oh, morning wood, huh? <laughs> oh my god. All right. <laughs> Your trunk is a good size. I'm just being nice. <laughs> I'll just put a junk in her trunk joke in the comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, rough. That's how you know the show has ended. Yeah, anybody anybody got another one they want to fire off real quick before we get out of here? (laughs) All done, all good. (laughs) Make like a tree leaf. Yeah, I already already did the turn a new leaf jokes. (laughs) I'm out now. All right, well, anybody got anything else you want to talk about tonight before we head out? No, nope. All right, guys, well, I want to thank everyone who hung out in the chat tonight, all our last awesome listeners, Sam, Mike from Grizzle Geek, TK, um, Corbin, who's all active up in there, Michael Ford, uh, Kyle, who's all active up in there, Solo, Wookie, everyone in the chat, thanks for coming out tonight. Uh, guys, if this is your first time finding us, you had a good time, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button, turn that bell on so you get those notifications when we go live every Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, right here on YouTube. Uh, if you want to listen to the playback on Monday, you can do so on any of your podcasting platforms. Uh, if you like the show, please leave us a review as it goes a long way to helping us in the podcasting standings. Especially when you give us one star and call us douchebags. Yep. <laughs> that makes it all Never more fun for, for us. us. Um, guys, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Carmen. I'm Solo Woogie. And tune in next week to see if uh, we actually went and played dodgeball and anybody hit the face or nuts with the ball. Cause it'll be up there. We'll yeah. see you guys next time. Tune in next week to see if we play dodgeball. Yep, exactly. <laughs> hey, you guys, inquiring minds are going to know. <laughs> <laughs>